Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag we wish we were sponsored. Yeah. By anybody. Hey, hey, I'll have you know, I'm sponsored by Ritual Motion now. Are you? Oh. Yeah, and I had, like I got the notification, and then my cat tore up the gloves the same fucking day. Oh gosh. Coca Cola sponsor us. I want free Coke. No, no, no. <laughs> like we are technically recorded, but we're not live yet. But like, y'all see this hair? I need a haircut. <laughs> so we're there talking about it. it like, comes saw it earlier. I'm like, look, bro, I need to get right. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, cut cut it all off there, Cub. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> got I got a razor for you. We can we can get that smooth. <laughs> Baby's <laughs> bottom. <laughs> you know, I you can already see I have a weird shaped head. We're yeah. not high school. We shaved my head one time, and it was middle of winter. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> so when like. I had a question, Brittany. When is it like? Yeah, what's up? When's the perfect time for you to get a haircut? When do you feel like it's time to like chop it off? Um, well, I sorry. Um, I usually cut my own hair, so yeah. Um, like bangs and everything. So if I if it gets below like my chin, I'm kind of or like hitting my shoulders at that point. I will absolutely cut my hair, and then also um, if my bangs are like in my eyes, it's it's time to. Trim up a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Next time you cut your hair, take a video and send it to Brad Mondo. Okay. All hell, Brad Mondo. <laughs> oh my god. And if you don't know who that is, he's fabulous and fix your life. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Uh, let's see what episode is this? Episode one hundred eight. Wow, I've been gone for eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Episode one hundred eight. It's been nice know. and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been nice and quiet. I don't know. The, the, like I had a lot of people say that they liked the whole uh, the whole uh, Riverdale episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> like just hearing it in the background. Like, wait, what's going on? Right. <clears throat> it's like this, this. Like this can't be it. All right, so let's get this started. Stop streaming. Yeah, it was good. Wait, stop or start? Stop. Okay, on Discord. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, uh, how can it be live if you hit stop streaming? That's, that's counterintuitive. Also, what does your shirt say? Because your mic. Freedom, justice, equality by any means necessary, Malcolm X. So, burn down the establishment? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> we need to. There I you have, go. <laughs> I have enough alcohol. We can do this. Here, yes. here. <laughs> Excuse me, but how can you say here, here when you were running? You were trying to burn down the establishment from the inside. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I heard myself. <laughs> you like exactly. That's the. Point. Yeah, I answer. I answer my own that, question. That, that that's how you do it. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> well, I'll say the most flammable person is our former president. Oh gosh. man, had enough tanning lotion on him and hairspray. All right, I'm getting started. Woo. So you said it's like a ten second delay. Whatever. Mm. Yeah, for people to get notifications and such. No. Like, since I'm following you, my phone will vibrate. And if I take it off of the wood, it won't be loud. Hey, take it off the wood. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I put it on my gaming mat, so that way it's a little bit of insulation. You didn't get the reference. (laughs) So it's been eight eight episodes. How's everyone been? (laughs) 
Same shit, different day. Over this color. Yeah, they, uh, got a 3D printer, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> yeah. I so got to work on the right foot. I would say, don't don't let him oversell it. It broke. <laughs> it's not it's not broke. I just, I need to learn more about it and how to actually use the damn thing. So. I'm sorry, is it working correctly as intended? Oh, gosh. It is working as it thinks it's intended, so. <laughs> is it working as intended? All, all the parts do what they're supposed to do. I just don't know how to tell them what I want them to do. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. That's the problem. So user error. Okay. Yes, yes. No, no, there, there is an EPCAC error when involved with that 3D printer. Okay, I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, I thought gosh. it was called an ID, ID10T. That's an idiot error, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I am not an idiot. I just have, there's an issue between the keyboard and the chair here. So I'm trying to figure out what it is. Bro, <laughs> shoe fits. No, it doesn't. Your foot's too fucking big. <laughs> hey, what size you were? Thirteen and a half wide. Uh, or thirteen too. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm eleven. So, yeah, it doesn't fit. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tiny foot. What about you, Brittany? What size you were? Um, I think the conversion is five in men's, so oh five eight in women's. Oh <laughs> uh, whenever I was buying, uh, never mind. Uh, it's usually two. The difference is two. Oh, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Minus two. Yeah, so it's five. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, Wait. you guys are great. How is eight minus two five? No, no, no. I wear size seven. Oh, you I thought you said eight and then I got confused. Yeah, I heard eight. I, I did at first. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, math. Oh my god. But yes, no, I, I wear size seven. Oh gosh. Why don't they just have a po okay. They have it as radio. Okay. So what, what is this podcast, Perry? This is the Away Gaming Podcast, episode 108. We're live on Twitch for the first time. It will it be a dumpster fire. We'll find out. Probably. <laughs> like we always talk <laughs> shit here. Uh, today, hey, as long as you can roast your your marshmallows, you're good. Man, over the fire. Like you, you said marshmallows, and I'm kind of hungry. It's a perfect time for marshmallows. Like I don't drink coffee anymore, so I drink hot chocolate straight. So it's like you know. That's the perfect yes. way to do it. So, <laughs> if you're not familiar with what we do here, things here at AWA Gaming, we'll get video games, the gaming news, and how it might be influenced to the gaming community as we talk about the gaming news as it's circulating, churning through the week. And I'm your podcast MC Perry, and today I have Cove. He's here. <laughs> we have Snow. the pyromaniac. Like these two right here are the MVPs of the podcast. Like I, I <laughs> might be, I might be your MC, but these two know everything. <laughs> Like, as in terms of, like, technology. And Thank shit. you for acknowledging me, finally. Acknowledge me, Simpai. Dang, took the words is, from my mouth. Cub is cub. <laughs> but, like, that's the the thing that they say is cub is cub. But I'm like, yeah, no, cub is more than cub. <laughs> and also, cub is more than the sum of his parts. <laughs> I have a hey. Hey. I have a personality. Anyways, we're not doing wrestling right now. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> and and, uh, and our guest today, like, uh, we also have Brittany uh, Brown. We also know her as Hillian Violinist on Twitch. She's welcome back. <laughs> like she hasn't been on like two years. Good gosh. Yeah, yeah. I have a little bit of a name change since then. Um, I'm not Harley and Violet's violinist anymore. I am Artis Artificer Brown. Okay. Um, to kind of um, show more of like what I do. I like to make things. Yeah. So mm. 
there you go. Yeah. It's a very broad term, but yeah. How's that you going? are a maker. Yes, absolutely. How's that going so far? Um, it's going good. Um, for a while, I wanted to do it as a job, and um, that isn't for me, so I'm pursuing other job interests. And But I'm still doing a lot of cosplay stuff in my spare time because it's such a good constructive outlet for me, and mm -hmm. I, I really need that. <laughs> you needed that. That's what's up. Also, we have another, yeah. We also have another special guest. We have Deanna Smith. Is that said that right? She's just listening in the background, but like if she chimes in, eh, who cares? <laughs> you will respect her authority. Like, yeah, you put some respect on her fucking name. Uh, right. Obviously, like we're not PG, so yeah, for all you Twitch uh, listeners. This will still go live on all your podcast directories uh, in a, a month, not a month, a day after this goes live. So, hmm. yeah. So, we're uh, we're just trying something different here. So, <laughs> it's happy Valentine's Day. I hope none of you guys fucked it up. <laughs> I hope all y'all shot y'all shot. <laughs> I didn't. I started this bitch single and I'm gonna end it single. <laughs> I gave my husband roses last night. Hey. He was very appreciative. Yes. He was like, she oh, okay, cool. Yes. Fuck gender norms. <laughs> there you everyone go. Li everyone likes roses. So, yeah. like, <laughs> true story. True yes. story. Everyone loves them some roses. Mm. I was given roses one time and I straight up cried. No really? one's ever given me flowers one time in my entire life. Oh god, that sounds. And it was the happiest moment ever. Okay, Look, I just mm. like to be cuddled and told I'm pretty, even if it's a lie. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like we've been going for a while. So where would you guys like to start? <laughs> at the top. At the top. At the from the at the top with Valheim. <laughs> Valheim. It, that's not the top. That is no. There was two <laughs> groups of articles. Stop hurting, pulling at my heartstrings, Stone. <laughs> oh, I mean, we could, we could totally. We, it, this is our damn show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> yeah, no, so, uh, <laughs> like, you start wherever, bro. Like, I just tell you guys where you want to start, and we'll go there. You know. <laughs> All right. He said. He said. Uh, Valheim. <laughs> wait, did you say Valheim or Anthem? Valheim. Valheim. Oh, bro. for some reason. Reading the anthem uh, article. Yeah, just uh, uh, anthem's at the bottom. We started at the top. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right. I'm okay with starting with Valheim. Then I just speaking of which, what's everybody, before we get started, what's everybody been playing? May I ask that? <laughs> Valheim. 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 I and Dyson seen... Sphere. Um, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, sorry. Go no. for I'm really Gen bad at everything. Oh, I've been playing uh, Genshin Impact. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, I really do. It's my first gotcha game, but I haven't been like sucked into it like a lot of people have. So mm. it's free to play if you want. And so it hasn't quite a uh, gotcha. He hasn't gotcha huh? yet. It hasn't quite gotcha. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what characters do you have? I'm just curious. I have like eight. No. Probably like ten characters. I know I have. Um, Zhao, everyone's going ape shit over Zhao, yeah. and I, I have him. Um, Bedu, I think her name is like the the busty pirate lady. Yeah, I love her. She's great. She's very cute. It's and then, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Who else do I have? I have. Um, do you have Bento yet? Iki, a little ice ice baby. Mm -hmm. So he's he's really really powerful. I like him a lot. Is there I think a... it's her actually. 
Is there a story like how like how how far are you into that story of the actual game? Um, it's really neat. Um, that I, I don't think I'm very far. Um, you have to have it's really neat because like Breath of the Wild, you can do like the entire story really without doing a lot of side quests. But in Genshin Impact, to avo- like to avoid that, they you can only advance your main quests if you are leveled up enough. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really neat. So you get to explore and do side quests and earn experience that way and get to know a little bit more of the world that way. So I like it a lot. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Like I said, I did have it downloaded, but then we started playing Final Fantasy fourteen and then... Yes! Yeah, yeah my husband plays that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably excited for the expansion, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forever Games, though, remember? Forever Game. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't do it, man. I can't do it. Got too many damn games that want to be my forever game. I'm like, look, man, I, I just want to see you on, on the side. So, like, <laughs> like right. you decide, chick, while I over here try to play the main games, you know, God of War. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've been playing Control. It's right there at the end. Right there at the end. Will I play the DLC? We'll find out. <laughs> oh, so you're at the end of the main, at the original game, yeah, not yeah. Uh, the DLC. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, because, like, the DLC opened up for me yesterday and uh i know everyone knows that the alan wake dlc is a thing but i never played alan wake so i don't know if i should go through it you know i didn't know alan wake was a part i didn't know those two games were in canon <laughs> yeah me either i didn't oh, like i know that they made the dlc for it but hey stone's a bigger fan of it than me when it comes to that did you play alan wake i haven't no um i i bought the dlc for it but i never actually got around <laughs> to playing it on the ps4 yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to try to get back into it with the uh, Ultimate Edition on PS5. So, mm-hmm. Brittany, are you liking your uh, PS5? Because I know you got one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's surprisingly loud. Like the the fan and the motor in it, it's surprisingly mm-hmm. loud. Um, so that's that's kind of an issue with me. Um, but other than that, oh my gosh, the load times are amazing. Like it's very very fast. I very efficient. It could be something wrong with your unit then, because um, like my PS, you know, my PS5 is uh, very quiet. Oh. From, from what I've heard, that it's all of them are they've done a very good job as far as like keeping the fans quiet, the fan noise down. Uh-huh. Um, but a few of them are having issues with coil whine, um, so you'll hear like some high pre- high pitched frequencies and stuff um, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, like on a per unit basis. It's not like all PS5s are having that issue. So. Oh, huh, okay. okay. I didn't know that. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell we're going to get you I mean, the Xbox. Yeah. Not cool, but cool. Right, 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 right. I have a PC. I'm kind of content with the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so what I was going to ask is uh, with that, uh, you said with hers being in, uh, it's on a base-to-base, did they just have like a big pack? Basically, they got a big shipment of like lemons in, on the fans? or is uh, it I would fans? say it's like a whole like shipment, like a whole like crate of them were bad or something like that. It's just like... You know, there's imperfections in the in the chipsets essentially. So some of them, you can hear a bit more whine in the in the coils and the transistors as the mm-hmm. you know wattage runs through them. Um, for the most part, it's not a problem, right? Like I say, mo- most systems don't have an issue, but uh, some of them are. You're seeing reports of it online, so. Um, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So Velvet. Yep. As far as like fan noise and stuff, like uh, I, I haven't. You're the first person I've heard that said that it was loud, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I think, you know, 
every everything everyone has like a malfunctioning unit for you know even though even though they do like quality checks and stuff you know it's it still happens so yeah, yeah. maybe it's just mine <laughs> yeah. but no like i'm i think we all love our ps5s it's, it's oh yeah good yeah i can't wait i'm just ready for the stuff to drop <laughs> you know this, this yes. is where i'd ps5 if i had one yeah. if i had one <laughs> yeah like do you, like has anybody named their plate ps5 no just me no dang <laughs> if you passion. name your ps5 i'm I, I i don't know i'm taking it from you hi <laughs> you named your car i named my computer i didn't name my car my car is named okay it has a name it's a piece of shit <laughs> see he listened to your yeah i'm done <laughs> okay velheim two ton paperweight <laughs> Are you telling me you don't have a name for your PC? Nope. Damn. Uh, let's see. Hey, what was the name of this uh, this bo- this tower you gave me, Stone? Delilah. Then it, my PC has a name, Delilah. Hey, there you Delilah. go. Hey, Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Beatles. Uh, no, I mean, I love the Beatles. Like they're like they're the number one band. But anyways, uh, Valheim. Mean. <laughs> what did? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Valheim is a you know uh, survival game uh, with like a Viking theme to it essentially, uh, and you know it came out in early access on uh, what was it the eighth right or no it was a it was a Tuesday it was the second that's right it was the first week of February so it, it came out like two weeks ago it's already sold like well over a billion copies it sold a million copies last week they were um, also counting the kickstarters I mean. Yeah, but still, yeah, that's a crazy amount of, of uh, you know, copies sold for a game, uh, especially, you know, a small, you know, indie dev basically is making this game. Uh, they've got, you know, over 160,000 concurrent players on Steam right now. Uh, so there's just a shit ton of people playing this game. Uh, and it passed a peak viewership of uh, 127,000 people on Twitch simultaneously, so... There's a lot of people streaming it, a lot of people watching it, a lot of people playing it. So there's a lot of interest in this game. Uh, it's a very fun game. Uh, it's really, honestly, it's pretty well made, I think. Uh, it, it's very, it's very, it's a lot more complete than a lot of early access games are. So, I and it can run on a potato. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Um, the way that the game is configured, basically, they they went for a more like stylized approach. Uh, so they're uh, they're they got pretty low res textures and such, and they make up for that with like really high end like uh, lighting and uh, other visual post processing effects. Uh, but if you turn those off, then you don't really need a whole lot to run it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if there like... was a way to, we could run on a tablet basically with all those settings turned off. Right, right. From what I've seen of the game, uh, just brief moments from Friday, it looks pretty fun. Like for like you like think of Minecraft, but like different, but with Viking lore, like it really does feel feel like that. And then I feel like you guys are gonna have a lot of fun when it comes out of early access. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I've already got my twenty dollars worth for sure. Yeah, it's worth every bit, every penny of twenty dollars. I'm actually yeah. playing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would right be, now. but I'd be so distracted with that I wouldn't be talking in the podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> 
we used to do that. Like they would used to like be in the background and like because we couldn't see each other and like we be playing Final Fantasy fourteen or like Dead by Daylight or just different games while looking up the podcast. Just at me next time, why don't you? <laughs> like that's all. That's all y'all. All you motherfuckers it, did it. Oh, he would. After twenty minutes of me being silent, Perry, you'd always be like, "Hey, Cove, uh, what do you think of X, Y, or Z?" And I'd be like, "Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dang." Yeah, if you gotta do it, you gotta multitask. Yeah, you gotta, like you gotta multitask. Stone's good at it. He'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh wait, hold up, what did you well, say?" Yeah. Stone, Stone's blessed with that third monitor. I'm only on two. I, I'm sorry. I'm. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's why I'm, you see me looking around so much. I've got I've got Discord over here on this window, and I've got all the articles in the front window in front of me. So <laughs> I'm just like looking every which way. <laughs> me, uh, Brittany, have you heard of this game? No, I haven't. Um, I pulled up an article, like an article about it, and um, it looks really interesting. Um, it looks like it's a uh, PC only. Mm-hmm. So, For now. Yeah, I'm not, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really really into PC games. Um, but it looks really cool. Yeah, let me say it was all due respect. You have to find the game to like pop your cherry with a PC game because you won't, you will not. You make yeah, you think twice. Yeah, <laughs> it'll make you think twice. Right. I think twice, twice about PC gaming. My first game was Ori. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Seven podcasts, you talked about it. I love podcasts. I love Ori, man. Like, Ori's amazing. I mean, they're, um, it's an amazing, now I can say it, it's an amazing <laughs> set of games yeah. instead of just saying game. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I said, um, yeah, I think Bellhome's going to be pretty good. Early it's definitely games. already secured its place amongst the, uh, in, I would say, the top five of survival sandbox games. You know what's mm-hmm. funny, though, Cove, is that this is twice now, I was thinking about it, that you have mentioned a game because I've never heard of Velheim. You're like, anybody want to play the Velheim? What's it called? I remember you saying it. And, like, it blowing up. The other game was kind of like Spellbreak. Like, because I've never... Yeah. Like I never heard of that game, and all of a sudden, like everyone's talking about it. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, dude? it's Avatar. <laughs> I still play it. It's Avatar: The Last Airbender, only single. Yeah, uh, single player uh, battle element. royale. Yeah, it, I mean, it, there's no single player. It's a single element. Was what I was trying to think yeah. of. I mean, you can get a second gauntlet, and you know, and they do interact. Uh, I mean, I'm bringing it back up now because I fucking love this game. I mean, yeah, it's like a, it's basically Fortnite, but with an Avatar aesthetic. So. <laughs> shout out to our listenership shout out to everyone that has been following us for the longest time you guys are the mm-hmm. true MVPs yeah you were saying Brittany sorry oh um that's it I mean it just looks interesting yeah we're gonna have to bring you back on in a few months for the near podcast that oh my be, god yes. yeah. oh please yeah. oh I'm dying yes yeah, you're coming out with another near, near. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, oh, it's it's a remake of uh, Near Dalton Replicant. Um, oh, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was really big into Near Dalton and uh, Replicant. Um, well, just Dalton because it came out in the West, but that was that's my that's my territory, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she loves Near. <laughs> oh my only, god, I'm obsessed. The only experience I have with the Near series was a ton a ton Automata, yeah, yeah, and. That's what most people's experience was. And then I'm over here being like, I played this game back in like 2012. Like, like this is, you know, Automata is completely different. So. Yeah. Like I said, actually, Brittany got me into the soundtrack. I'm like, 
this is actually pretty good. Like, I feel like I need to play it, and then, like, yes. never, got, never got around to it, and I saw the remake. It's like, whoa, okay, well. Oh, my God. I I nearly pooped myself. <laughs> I know. Like, so. like I, I even, even, like, playing the game in, like, 2012, like, 2013, I was like, oh, this this game, like, it, it really could be remade. Like, it's it's good, but there's, like, something lacking about it, like, with the graphics and stuff. So I was like, it, it could get a remake, you know. That's nice. That's nice. And then when it was finally announced, I was like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I mean, so much, like, uh, it's adorable. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, no, Stone's uh, a good fan, uh, fan of that series, too, so. Mm. Yeah, that, that's gonna be a good podcast. I can't wait for it. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason I played near actually because yeah. he wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's yeah. a good game. It's yeah. a, like Near Automata is a really good game. Yeah, yeah. like you can't uh, knock about. Let's see what else we got here. Well, while he's looking, I wanted to ask. Uh, you said the soundtrack was pretty amazing. It brings me back to like, are what is y'all's like go to game? Like, there's a soundtrack from a game that you just have to listen to. Like it's absolutely near absolutely without without a doubt like i even did a senior like i was a music major and i even did like one of my senior projects um about um it was my senior project was a video game concert so i had to listen and transcribe and conduct it all and one of the projects i did was from near and everyone's like what's this video game like oh i don't know but it it's just the soundtrack is just so it pulls at your heartstrings so much, and like that's that's what you need is like a good cry, you know, every once in a while. So now, that does, soundtrack really shaped me as a musician. Does their does their soundtrack mostly focus on orchestral, or is it more of a, uh, you know, like like I love synth music and stuff like that. I love EDM. Yeah. I love uh, disco tech still. Don't judge. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why I'm curious. Is it is it real focused on more of the the big band you know every kind of instrument you know really bringing out the, the life of the music I, obviously i've never listened to it so i have no idea yeah it's it's definitely more or, uh on the orchestral side but it's um there are uh there is like a guest artist um with vocals her name is emmy evans and her voice is just like like so hauntingly beautiful um so yeah it's, it's a little bit of both i guess you know both vocal and I'll go last. What's your uh, If I had to pick a soundtrack that I always go back to, it's uh, probably Fallout 4. It's like, okay. Number four? Not New Vegas? Yeah, no. There's actually the soundtrack a, in four, just it, it hits different. There's actually a debate on <laughs> yeah. a, a GOG right now, like going between what's the best Bethesda game right now. Like, what is the best? Is it. Look, the best Fallout game is Outer Worlds by okay. Obsidian. Oh, yes! So. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love okay. Outer Worlds. Yeah. Uh, is that actually a Fallout game? I mean, it's... No. no, no but yeah, right, right. yeah. That's the joke. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. 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 Oh, but if we just focused on Fallout, yeah. I think the uh, the it, they just did an IGN uh, vote in uh, New Vegas. It's probably New Vegas, yeah. It's really Vegas good. Vegas one. I, like, I saw that last night. Cub, what's yours, bro? Uh... I had to change actually recently, and it's it's Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. All the music mm -hmm. was done so phenomenally. And as someone who's a, um, to quote my mother, a heathen bastard, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it really. The first time I heard the soundtrack, I I felt, I I truly felt like you know 
that's that's what I would hear if I was in the halls of Asgard. If mm-hmm. I was in, mm-hmm. you know, if I was if I was you know toasting with with Tyr and Loki. Well, Loki wouldn't be there because he's an asshole. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, Man, so yeah, that one. I, I didn't know you were finished, my bro. Oh, I was literally just saying, yeah, that one. Deanna, what's yours? <laughs> um, honestly, and I know it's a nostalgic factor, but um, Chrono Trigger. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, um, when uh, when I was more into playing the piano, uh, that was the kind of music I would try to learn. Um, especially Magus's theme song. Um, I was really big into that. And I also I was uh, picking up on the um, Chocobo song because uh, honestly I love I love just about every song song from the Final Fantasy series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I just love all their soundtracks, and if I could once see that played live, I could die happy. Is the Chocobo <laughs> an yeah. instrument? I actually had a friend that went to Germany a few years ago and like on some random bullshit saw the Final Fantasy X soundtrack be played at a concert like randomly. Oh, like oh, it was there, so like we went. Hell That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like really, like what type of bull- la- what kind of luck do you have? <laughs> Last concert I went to was uh uh. Frank Sinatra Jr., um, Sammy Davis III, and I don't remember the guy's name, but they had someone fill in for the Rat Pack, and they did this banquet at, in Evansville. $120 a plate, but to see them do all the original songs to a T like that, I remember you talking about it's that. actually funny. I took a girl as a first date, and on our drive back, she go, she she's like, you know, that music really sucked. That was kind of lame. I was kind enough to still drop her off at her home and block her after that. Again. Right. Like, you block her after that. <laughs> I, ghost, I ghosted her. I will admit to it. Okay. I'm not a good person. <laughs> you are, but some things just deserve. Uh, I'm not going to say that. that yeah, because uh, growing up, uh, Sinatra was very influential yeah. to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sinatra is great. Like, you shouldn't. Well, for mine. Dang. I mean, hell, it's still a very played uh, song in pop culture, but uh, My Way yeah. is still used. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look mm-hmm. at the uh, episode of Supergirl where Luther fights her, and what's he singing? I did it my way. And then he got his ass whooped. Anyways, <laughs> I think uh, when I think about it, it's either it's a tie between Persona 5, duh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, no. No, really? Or God, <laughs> or God of War. I have both those soundtracks. Which got a war? Uh, PS4 remaster, a remake, re- reboot. Oh, the, the, the new trilogy. The yeah. 2018? Yeah, 2018, yeah. That game is art. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, like it's just, a, just amazing. I, I w- uh, uh, unfortunately for Final Fantasy 15, I got that around the same time, and I was trying to alternate between them, but... Between getting spoiled by the ever-changing dialogue of God of War and then going to the repeating dialogue of Final Fantasy XV, I was just, I couldn't stand it anymore because God of War, everywhere you went, all the dialogue was unique between the characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even if you returned to them and spoke with them, it it was different. It wasn't just "Hail Adventurer." Yeah, I think that "Hail was, Adventurer." Uh, yeah, uh, that was actually one of the first games that like were. Uh... People would always constantly ask me to do something. Like, I had the game. 
and I don't think I ever said that here on this podcast, but like I would literally had the game, never got really a chance to play it. But like everyone's like, "Hey, we want you to do this," or like, "We want to hang out," and it was really like pissing me off because it's like I really just want to play this game, but like, I'm a good person. I don't want to make anybody else mad. So like at one point, I was like. Hey guys, can I just stay home and play this game? I just want to play this game. And I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, okay, cool. Got some boundaries, man. <laughs> yes. You yes. don't. You should, yeah. If that, look, the rule is if your friends are getting offended by you wanting to enjoy your yeah. time, whether it's with them or by yourself, yeah. then they're not your friends. They just want you. They're they collect you. Yeah. Uh, right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And the absolute true story, I've been a PC gamer for years. God of War was the first console game I bought in almost 10 years. Oh, shit. Like, mm. I, wa- I watched 20 minutes of the beginning gameplay, and I said, I need that. Oh, gosh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, but, like, just the fact that the matters, like, and then, like, actually beating it, I'm like, wow. And, th- and that's what the sad part is, that, like, all my other friends had already beaten it, and I just had never got the chance to, like, sit down, so... No one yeah. could talk to you about it. Yeah. How feel at the end? <laughs> like, like I, said, I hate that more than anything. That's why we try to, like, that's why I try to blast through games now. Like, not just for the podcast, but just to be able to, like, if someone wants to talk to me about it, we can talk about it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just that kind of thing. Okay. Nice little sidetrack. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the entire podcast is a sidetrack. It, it really is. <laughs> like, like, seriously, like. Who gives a damn? Uh, let's see. Let's talk about this anthem nonsense because it's happening. It's happening. Well, I mean, something's happening, but we don't yeah. know what. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I feel like they're being a, like a teacher right now, and they're trying to grade off of what they you have already, <laughs> and you don't know what the score is going to be for everybody else. Yeah, yeah and... you got to turn in something, even if it's unfinished. Yeah, right. Right. So, that seems to be like a popular business model mm-hmm. to like judge on past experience to project when it's not necessarily, you know, um, it's not correct always. So, yeah. All right. For everybody listening or watching, what we're talking about is that if you bought a game called Anthem, probably about, I guess, two years ago now, 2019. Yeah, it was 2019, right? Yeah. yeah. So, about two years ago, you know how it sucked, it failed at the end. Uh, they're currently making like a 2.0, Anthem 2.0. This week, EA has decided to review to see if they want to help add more people to the team to make it uh, faster and go in full process, or they're just going to pull the plug. I know mm-hmm. some people that just want to want their money back. <laughs> yeah, uh, reportedly they were going to make this decision this past week, yeah. uh, but they haven't. Uh, that decision hasn't been made public yet so we don't know exactly what has come of it or if they even fully decided yet so yeah uh keep keep, stay tuned basically is uh, where we're at right now but they are in the review process for anthem 2.0 or pulling the plug on it so yeah i like i feel like they shouldn't pull the plug but that's just me like i I mean look at how well how long did no man's sky stay in and before they got it to the, the state where people now think it's a good game, it was about a well, I mean, it was about a year, I think, before they really got all the uh, everything in it. But they were doing constant updates. It's not like they left it alone, like they had with Anthem. Like, like we haven't heard a peep out of the team on Anthem for okay. the past two years. You know, no, there's been if I follow the Twitter, there's been updates. They've shown, they've they've shown like the new UIs and all this stuff, and it it's looking really good. 
uh, the rework. I mean, they they started from the ground up. To say it is Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next, um, they to call it that at this point feels feels like you're actually undermining the work uh, to me. Why's They've that? done so much. It's they could come out with Anthem as a new game, a new IP. And because of the amount of work they've done, they could have a whole different name because the amount of labor and love that's gone into, I mean, it's a full rework. Basically at this point, the only things that are left are some of the characters mm-hmm. for story. Uh, obviously the four javelins now five, there is a fifth one. Um, it never got, re- it, I don't know if it's gotten real. It got released, uh, in game because I think they're keeping it on the back burner. Well, I think that would be a big story if they did any sort of update. Yeah, to like that—that that would be. Yeah, so that's why I, I was—I was almost positive, but just for the sake of being wrong, I, I went ahead and said in case that they had. But I've still got the game update or installed on my PlayStation. Do you still um, installed? Okay. Yeah, Have you I played still it? pop in. Yeah, and uh, but the problem is uh, the difficulty that I play on because of my gear. You ha- still have to have a team. Finding a team is it's, it's worse than pulling teeth. Um, so you, dropping the difficulty means no gear drops. No, no, it's not even worth the already arduous grind that is the game. The game is not to me worth playing unless you have a team mm-hmm. for. Okay, I won't accept. Uh, and it's very hard to do because there's just not a lot of people playing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you have you played it, Brittany? No, I haven't. Um, but like I remember it being released and I had really high hopes for it and I was like, Oh, you know, this might be a game I I might get later and just later never came, so Yeah. I, like I feel like there's some games that do that. Deanna? Do you have, did you ever play it? No, I haven't played Anthem. No. I feel like it's uh one of those games that like right, when you're with somebody it feels fun, but like if you play it by yourself, you're like, eh, I don't know. That's not yeah. for me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, we can go ahead and grow, go into the Outriders demo coming out in a few weeks. I think this is the big one for Stone. For yeah, all well, of us. yeah, because <laughs> it well, like so, Anthem kind of had this promise of being like a Destiny killer, right? Basically, it, it was kind of in that same vein where it was uh, sci-fi, you know, MMO light, uh, you know, looter shooter sort of stuff, right? Um, and it just kind of flopped all over itself and just didn't know what to do and and just came out as an unfinished game right mm-hmm. um so outriders also kind of has that feel right but it's instead of um leaning into like the mmo likeness i guess of like how destiny was and how anthem kind of veered in that direction i think outriders is more angling itself towards a more borderlands like experience mm-hmm. um so it's uh it's supposed to be like a, a team of four. Uh, supposed to be, you know, like heavily story-driven content. Um, you know, looter shooter sort of uh, progression model. Uh, but they're doing a like a full uh, demo of it, essentially. That's yeah. going to release uh, in two weeks, I think. Right on the twenty yeah. fifth. Is that right? Twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. It's uh so w- when that comes out, I mean, you know, it's just it's free to play for download, no strings attached. Just get in, play, and get some feedback, you know, yeah. if you want to. Have they announced who, uh, what, what download client you're going to need to get it? Is it Steam? Is it Origin? Is it? I think it's. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's multi-plat, so 
should be on everything. I meant for us PC guys, like, do we need to find it on Steam or Epic Games? I mean, it'll probably be on Steam, I would guess, but I'd have to look. What I, th- what I found out interesting about the game, because, like, there was the whole YouTube video. It's like, well, there's no, like, in-game loot, but, like, when you beat it, there's, like, 14 expansions that you can go into. Like, e- expeditions that you can go into. It's like, oh, this is Monster Hunter style. Like, <laughs> like Which we all know that's one of Perry's uh, uh, faves. You know, you know, like, you guys know this, but I'm thinking about, I'm doing, like, a gaming sleeve, like, a tattoo sleeve. And, like, I don't know if that will fit on here at all. Like, I actually okay. didn't know you were doing tattoos. Uh, so, uh, real quick, Outriders, uh, I'm looking on the official Square Enix site. Uh, the Outriders demo will be available on February 25th. 25th. So, not the 20th. So, it will be Thursday, the 25th, available for download on all platforms except for Stadia and Epic Game Store. So, everywhere else you can download it. So, presumably, Steam as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I wonder why they're avoiding Epic Game Store. I know why they're avoiding Stadia. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> Well, I, the whole thing with Epic is, you know, they're kind of in the middle of a bunch of fighting and controversy to kind of make their own little stake in the market, I guess, and try to up. Are they, they're they're kind of in the process of upheavaling, you know, causing upheaval in the entire, you know. Uh, are they still doing that with Apple? Yeah, no, it's still ongoing. Yeah, it man, just, that shit's you know, coronavirus stuff has like ground up, you know, ground to the halt basically the entire justice system. So, uh, trying to get any. Any sort of court date or anything is just kind of a pain in the ass right now. So especially like a high profile case like this, like yeah, it'll take forever. Oh gosh, they're still, <laughs> they're still fighting over if they want chicken wings or cheeseburgers for lunch. Yeah. Oh, children. <laughs> it's true, oh. But it is it is like you know as we talked in the past back when I was more active on the podcast, um, it is a very important precedent whether or not, what. If it goes towards Epic's way, if it goes towards Apple, nothing changes. Yeah. So we will be keeping up with that in the meantime. Okay. Um, Kingdom Hearts is coming to the PC kind of soon. Kind of expensive. How much is it? Uh, every single release is gonna be uh, sixty bucks, except for the uh, the one point five, two point five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fifty. So to get all four of them, like, cause they're, they're, it's four different, you know, game installs. I mean, you're looking at $230. I'm not paying that. <laughs> no, not when no. I have, I have them all on PlayStation four still. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. I was actually looking at it. Like I said, do I have all these games? That's how I was like, cause I have the disc version of like 2.8 and three. I'm like, do I have the other two? And I looked in my library. I'm like, Oh, I have them all. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I checked my DVD rack and uh, I still have <laughs> Kingdom Hearts one and two for PS2. So yeah. But yeah. Also, an interesting note here. Um, so the entire Kingdom Hearts series is coming to PC on the Epic Games Store, yeah. not on Steam. Uh, Square Enix, obviously, is the publisher for uh, Kingdom Hearts as well, and uh, they're the publisher for Outriders. So it's kind of it's in, weird. It's interesting that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is going to be exclusively on Epic, essentially, and then Outriders is just not on Epic at all. So, um, well, there is a rumor going around that EA is supposed to be buying up a big company soon. No, no, not EA, Xbox, Microsoft. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Well, mm-hmm. I have I a square. Oh, yeah, that'd be. I have a conspiracy theorist coworker who 
he has pro- provided no evidence, but he's under the impression that Microsoft actually, like, through a subcorporation, owns Sony. What the? And fuck? Uh, yeah, and I'm like, all right, uh, what what's the name of this company that supposedly owns Sony? And he's like, well, you know, they keep it pretty hush hush because you know ah, us the regular man, guys. That's what you gotta take. Can't take them seriously. You're like, damn. Well, <laughs> like, if you gave me the name, I would have looked did some research into it. You know. <laughs> Brittany, have you did you like three? Did you play? I haven't talked to you since Kingdom Hearts three came out. Did you like? 3? Um, I haven't played it still. It's still on my list to be played. Um, now my husband and one of my friends like they love Kingdom Hearts, oh, and I've Tyler? I've only played yeah. the first one. Snazzy, oh. yeah, Snazzy, yeah, yeah, Snazzy, yeah. Snazzy loves. I was about to ask, why did you pause while you were like in one of my friends? <laughs> I, I had to think. Right I had to <laughs> Happy, happy uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's all in good fun, I promise. You're good, yeah. You're good. So, Kingdom Hearts 2 is a really good play. Uh, it's it's a very good game. It's much better than the first one. Um, and it's also much better than the third one. So, um, <laughs> it just kind of goes downhill after that, unfortunately. Yeah, Sna- uh, Snazzy, but, Snazzy really uh, loves 3. And I'm just looking at him like, bro, like, I don't I don't I, get it. I don't. Yeah. The, first half, the first half of 3 is pretty cool. Yeah. The second half of 3 is pretty rough and the ending is like okay it wraps up a lot of things that you wanted to wrap up so it's it's it's, it's all right it the ending's the ending's fine and everything yeah but like the the second set of worlds for kingdom hearts 3 blow chunks yeah yeah <laughs> uh, like, i mean watching frozen i can watch frozen and think of sword. you know my only issue with three was the fact that uh the only way to fully understand what was going on was to have either watched videos or a compilation of all the different cutscenes of the what seven games that happened. Yeah. And they reference so much without any if you don't if you don't have any knowledge of those other games, if you were just a one, two, three person, then you're yeah. kind, of, I'm kind of confused. Yeah. I think the problem with that is that oh hopefully like like the MCU's doing that kind of like they're doing their own TV shows and then they'll bring them into their movies that's going to be cool but I think the problem with the Kingdom Hearts series is that they released them on different consoles and not everyone mm-hmm. had those consoles mm-hmm. or web browser like that that one that was called Code Key or something yeah, like that like, yeah the yeah. game like yeah, some yeah. The, like some of the characters I'm like I don't know who this is and I played almost every single one of them. Yeah. And so I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, okay, well, that's just a character from a game that I didn't play. And you, <laughs> so you had you had no attachment to these other characters yeah. who in three play a pivotal role at some points. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for our friend Snazzy, he said it really he really liked it after the DLC came out. But like when mm-hmm. the DLC came out, it was just like, well, you're just doing the ending over again to a certain point. I'm like, uh, do I really want to buy this? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I believe, I believe he played all the games as they came out. Yeah, so he has like a, an extensive knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when his favorite character was Riku, and then he switched to Sora. I'm like, really? <laughs> Riku's amazing. Yeah, Riku is life. Yeah, like Riku's like what made me continue to play this game. I love Sora mm-hmm. still though, but you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Silver hair. 100%. It's always silver hair. If you watch an yeah. anime, you know, somebody pops up with silver hair, that's the main character now. Do you think yes. this is our attachment to Sephiroth because of that? I'm just playing. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, it's the white hair and red eyes for me, you know, when they look like a bunny rabbit. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Let's see, I started, now I've been thinking, I started thinking of Rosario and Vampire. 
I was like, when when Mocha turns into the the full fledged version, <laughs> or you know, is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? Good God! I I that that like I don't know the 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 lesbian in me is pleased, but the feminist in me is outraged. Like I can't. <laughs> I want <laughs> I watch that anime every time it comes out, but uh, and it's funny, but also I'm like, what? I've been taking <laughs> screenshots of it as well because there's just some lines that are hilarious. You've blown up my Facebook before. Alright, Pedro Pascal is cast as Joel in the HBO series adaptation of The Last of Us. Yes, he was. Yeah. That's a thing that happened. And uh, I truly don't know how I feel. Brittany's more of a Star Trek fan, so I don't know how much of Star Wars you watch. Yeah, I know a little, like a very minuscule amount of Star Wars, but Star Trek's my jam. <laughs> yeah, like you're a Star Trek fan. Did you watch Picard? Yeah. Did you ever watch Picard? Um, I haven't because of um, we don't have CBS um all access. I'll hook you. And up. I'll hook you up. yeah, I I kind of want to be like stick it to the man and not pay for it, but right, it's I've heard it's really good. It's really good. I'll I'll give you my information so you don't have to worry about buying it. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like I watched it because of, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Professor Xavier's so, in this. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you flashed your tattoo for a second. Is that a Star Trek reference? Yes, yes, I, it I, is. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, it's it's very subtle. It's the rankings of the officers in Star Trek, and it it goes along their collar line. So, oh, okay, yep. I yep. it went on their insignia thing in Bob. Yeah, like it, different series have different placements, but TNG, the Next Generation, has it has it on their collar. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's, like, she's a actually one of the first people that got me into Star Trek, and I was like, "Oh well." I need one of those animations. The more you know, like seriously, like the next yes. generation is it still on uh, Netflix? Because I'm new. Yeah, it. yeah. We were watching it last night until like two in the morning, just well, just who, binging it. If you don't have Netflix, which is weird to say in today's standards age, uh, standard, yeah, uh, Hulu has a metric ton of Star Trek. Hmm. But they don't have the uh, Into Darkness, which I really loved the the Chris reboots. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I was and of course I'm a huge Kimber, uh Benedict Cumberbatch fan. Uh Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Cumberbatch. Cucumber. I mean you, you, know, you know who he meant. <laughs> I mean the the memes go on for years because of yeah. the ways people have messed up his name sometimes on purpose. Yeah. But, yeah, Bring it back a little bit. You know, I, a, I think that Pedro Pascal would do pretty well as Joel in uh, in the last of the series. Honestly, the the character Joel has a lot of like uh, parallels with you know Din uh, from uh, or what, what's the what's the Mando's name? Is it's Din? Is Mando? Well, that's that's what he's called. That's what they call him, Mando. But he has a fucking so, name too. Does he have a real name? They just call him <laughs> no, Mando. His like, name is Mando. Time. Shut up! <laughs> like, I just call him Mando the entire time. So well, I mean, uh, you, sure, we'll go with that. Then. Okay, Mando. Mando. Like, okay. seriously, I think Pedro Pascal is going to do a j- good job. Uh, like, I didn't like his performance in Wonder Woman, but that's a different story. That's well, I, I think that Wonder Woman had a, had a bit of a weak script, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that, that's just me. I don't think it's anything to do with the actors. Yeah, yeah no, it was just like I like I looked at like, oh, this is Mandalorian. I was like, oh, okay, and I watched the movie. Like, all right, whatever. If you wait, say so. Wait a minute, Pedro Pascal plays the Mandalorian. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's the Mandalorian. Well, you know, in my defense, he's never taken the helmet off. So how is he? He takes it off. He's taking it off. He's taking it off. Yeah. Oh well, I'm on episode seven of season one, so. Ah, uh, sorry. Uh, gosh, oh, well. <laughs> well, he doesn't break. The... Spoiler. Whatever. <laughs> Well, guess what, Gub? Next episode, then. Next, like, it's I think it's only, okay. There's only eight episodes, right? So, yeah, next episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still got two episodes left in season two, so don't feel bad. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, well, we'll be quiet because uh, The Mandalorian picks up in the second half of season two a lot. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot better. Like, that, those first four episodes were just like, I, like, where are we watching? Like, I don't Really? Get it. Because, I mean, season one has been so amazing that. I don't know. There was kind of a there was kind of like a tone shift, I think, in uh, the first part of season two. Like it, it, at the way that the characters interacted with each other and how they talked and everything, it's almost it. It seemed like they switched into more of a side, like a science fantasy sort of dialogue, as opposed to like a space western sort of thing, like it was in the first season. You know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. It just some it. it it pulled me out of it because I noticed it, and it was just like really hard to. Well, kind of... do you think they did a tone shift because they were worried about what happened to the last major space western? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> no, they got that. They got that Disney money behind them. They're good. They got that Disney. Okay. They, they got the good good behind them. Man. Hey, Firefly had fucking Fox money back then, and Fox used to no, be they didn't. Man. back then. Fox hated them. Um, I, I'm sorry, but uh, but but in light of the uh, in light of all the information, Josh Whedon, I'm glad Firefly got canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, please yeah. enlighten me. What what information well, about Mr. Whedon? Well, oh, there's a lot. That's, that's something that's been going around. We've talked about that several times on the podcast. Ray Fisher, all that jazz. Yeah. Okay. No he matter. just he, he just created a toxic environment. Go look it up. You can talk about it for hours, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. You said Josh Whedon, uh, and I pictured Will Whedon for some reason in my head. Gosh. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that to Will. Come on. Will I love Will Wheaton. Well, yeah, don't Everyone do that to Will. Does. We might get him on here someday. <laughs> don't do that. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Let's see. If we got Will Wheaton on here because of how many people have the tag for the podcast channel, there'd be like thirty people just wanting to simp to him. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Look, look, that's like me and maybe like uh. <laughs> Who else? Probably Ashley Johnson, Laura Bailey. <laughs> Let me think about names. Laura Bailey, yes. <laughs> Stone, who would you interview if you were given the op- opportunity? Oh, just like anybody in like the games industry, or the games industry, uh, maybe pop culture. I guess. Ah, I don't know. Uh, let me think about that. I'll get back to you about that. Actually, like I might want to interview like Corey Barlog. That'd be awesome. Like you know, that'd look, be a good one. Like look, bro. <laughs> like let's sit. Like just sit down. And let us know how you really did this shit. <laughs> All right, Stone, I'm coming back to you. It's been a minute. Oh, gosh. Adam Sessler and Kevin Pereira coming back to G4. Hey. They were some great hosts. That, that'll that be a really great. Yeah, I, I remember coming home and watching, uh, you know, Attack of the Show on G4 and everything and, like, getting my, my video game news and everything else that's going on in the world, so... I, mean, I my, still remember begging my mom to get the uh, increased uh, like channel options where G4 was an option. Mm-hmm. And it was only $5, but I was like, Mom, I'll do this and this. And she goes, no, oh you won't. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Don't fucking lie to me. I mean, I still got it because I was a spoiled brat, apparently. But, you know, hey, 
Yeah, no, uh, G4, uh, it was that and Toonami. As soon as you got home, you had to watch. Got to get get those shows in. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Those are better days. Like, what's it called? Let's see if we're actually on here. Hey, we're actually on here. <laughs> you know, like when you think of technology, sometimes you're like, wait, this is real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I didn't post the, like, like, yeah, here's the link. Now it shows all of my stuff in the background that I was trying to hide, but ow, that hurt. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? That sucks. I had like a, a curtain above me and I had something holding it on and the holding it on part fell. So. And hit her in the head. You're oh okay, my god! Right? Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm just annoyed now. <laughs> You're good. Here, here are all my art supplies that I was trying to hide so I mean, cleverly. Show, show that shit off. Yeah, <laughs> no, be proud of that shit. I, I actually, uh... I, I followed and started lurking on your uh, channel, and there's some hella talent. Like, yeah, yeah well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like I was telling, like Stone, like it just feels like I haven't actually said that. Like it feels right that you're on here and Cub because like you guys are both Twitch streamers per se. So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, it's cool that like you got to be the first ones on the podcast to do it. Oh, like, I, yeah. I exist on there. That doesn't mean I'm a streamer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Same. Yeah. No, <laughs> my go-to thing is when people join, I'm like, hey, thanks for joining. You know, welcome to the chat. Sorry, you have to see my face. <laughs> you got There's no mirrors in my bathroom for a reason. Oh, <laughs> well, I hope you're okay. Sorry that that happened to you, Bernie. How is Zelda? Oh, dude, it's fine. <laughs> How's Zelda, by the way? She's good. Um, Zelda has um, oral cancer, and she's had it for three months now, um, and she's still kicking. Um, but she's a little bit slow, um, slower, uh, slowing down a little bit. She's not eating as much um, because she can't. Um, so we feed her wet food, and that's still very, um, still really hard on her. But yeah. yeah, we're just we're just waiting. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. She's my baby, though. Yeah, I love that cat. <laughs> oh, cat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought it was something yes, else? Yes, not, not human child. No, absolutely not. But she's my cat. <laughs> well, I can't hear a word that you're saying. Let's go. <laughs> okay. My cub has uh, went by. He has muted himself once again. Yeah. Oh, no. He does that a lot. I don't know why. He does that a lot. Like, on accident sometimes. And he's like, holy shit, my mute... My, I was mute this entire time. Like we were playing Valheim for like two hours last night, and there was a definitely like a solid like thirty minutes. Like he's just like tossing shit at me, and like me and George are talking back and forth, and we're just like, I guess Cub went AFK or I don't, I don't know. Like, and they just like, oh, my mic was muted for like forty five fucking minutes. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, damn, bro. Like, how did you mute it? Oh, uh, just to be clear, everyone has a PS five here. Just be weary of the ps5 controller drifting <sighs> so is that not... the same stuff as like the joystick drifts off the uh xbox controllers the... before where it would just nintendo. cause you to like list. the nintendo the, the joy con oh well no uh sorry the xbox elite controllers also had that issue at the same time oh shit really the 180 dollar fucking controller yeah it Gosh. had that issue what are these companies thinking that's the real question money Money, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I bought a second one. one here earlier, but like a like a week ago. But still, <laughs> I don't. Drifting sucks. You know, we sets of Joy Cons mm-hmm. I bought for the Switch. I know you have a Switch too, yeah. Brittany. It's like it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. 
it's nice and, to not be part of that group. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and like I said, my switch back to Nintendo and it was fixed. Um, and I guess, you know, I, I gave him a good effort, but, but it, it did not, it did not fix the issue. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. I gotta get okay for a second. Okay. You're right. Shoot. <laughs> I think that it's a uh, rather cool that we need to like, that needs to be sticking up. Like we need to do something about this that way. It doesn't happen in the future, but otherwise they're gonna be facing lawsuits, which they're facing right now. People are gonna be making money. Right. Twenty twenty one is about the year about making money, and if the GameStop right. stuff didn't prove it, what do it you doesn't think? help that American culture is a sue happy culture. Yeah. 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 What did you two, uh, you three, think about that, Deanna, uh, Brittany, and Cove? Because we talked about that. What did you guys think about the whole GameStop stock stuff that happened? I mean, uh, power to the people, honestly. I, I was weary at first because I didn't know who they were screwing over, if they were screwing over pensions or whatnot. But then, you know, once I read more into it, I just couldn't stop but laugh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you know, uh, and honestly, the rich people should be happy that that's the way they went about it because, you know, that's an alt, that's a bloodless alternative to eating them. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting because, like, most of us didn't know exactly what it was. But then after we learned about it, we're like, oh, what the fuck's the problem? Right. Right. Yeah. And then, and then we were all forced to learn. We were all forced to learn what the stock market is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a game. Our our economics is based on a game. And we beat them at their own game for a hot sec. So. It's a casino. Yeah. Yeah, kind of made me wish, like, man, maybe I should have put like sixty-five bucks this way. (laughs) I was no, I missed out. Yeah, I'm biting my tongue a little bit because I thought it was the greatest thing ever. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, my full my understanding of it is the the thing that I didn't like about the situation wasn't actually what happened. It was the end result of the fact that in because there are people in charge of the stock market that are not like. It's not a government, you know, it's not controlled by a, a committee or a large group of people. It's a small group of, like, we're talking count on one hand kind of amount of people. And they were able to stop. They they literally shut down the GameStop stock because it was too chaotic and volatile to sell or buy. Mm-hmm. Because they, they realized so many rich people, and when I say rich, I do mean the... Uh, ultra rich mm-hmm. not just hey i have a four-digit bank account because my savings i spent 10 years that that to me is rich for me right. uh, but the ultra rich who have you know six seven figure savings accounts um these kinds of people were losing millions of dollars because they they were buying into this sudden change and buying all these six now 60 dollar stocks and then everyone sold theirs off and it plummeted and mm-hmm. and yeah, I like GameStop. I do like going there. You know, I like talking to people who have a similar interest. But realistically, with the way digital games work nowadays, it's just as convenient for me never to get away from my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't care if GameStop shuts down. I because Jen likes working there, uh, and she's a friend of mine. But if GameStop completely shut down and closed all its doors, you know, at once. I wouldn't be sad. Yeah. I wouldn't shed a tear. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know if I could go, oh, no. 
That's terrible. Yeah, and see, like, if if they ever did shut down, then um, it would be, like, I would be more happy to support, like, a local business that does that kind of thing. Like, I think Owensboro has one mega replay, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I live in Paducah. We don't, we don't really have much of that. But, I mean, that would be really neat to see, you know, a, a comic store also do that. You know, like, or a, a used electronics place. You know, that sort of thing. Oh. And and those other small stores, if they could, uh, if that happened, they could always branch out and carry more, more quantities of new games. Tr- mm-hmm. You know, release days, do their own midnight releases. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ha- have a uh, coronavirus parties. Right, right. <laughs> I miss the, like that's the one thing I do miss about GameStop is those like little parties that they would give at the beginning. Of yeah, the- I I remember back when the uh, it was EB Games in the mall and yeah, they, yeah. And they would like order pizza and stuff like that. And, you know, being like 13 and already being so exhausted from staying up well past my bedtime. Yeah. And just to get a game that I knew I couldn't play until the next day. But it was mm-hmm. it yeah. was that camaraderie, <laughs> that 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 love. Yeah. Like there's for- like a big ce- like gaming is a big celebration. And that's what I love about it more than anything. Thank uh, you have returned. I mean, that's why, like, I'm doing a gaming sleeve tattoo, like, like for, like, an entire sleeve, because, like, I started working out more, and I'm like, you know what, I want to do a gaming sleeve. That way, that's how the celebration for me doing my body, and also, I love gaming, it just fits me, so, yeah. I just think that's cool. <laughs> just the idea behind it. So, mm-hmm. left side is gaming, right side is anime, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something cool. Oh, uh, let's see. Claptrap is going to be played by Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. salt. <laughs> I think it should be good. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of experience doing voice acting and things like that. So, uh, I I think he'll bring a lot to the character. Um, I, I'm more I'm more apprehensive about uh, Kevin Hart being Roland because Kevin is way too funny to be Roland. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I think just, like, Kevin existing as Roland will betray the character to some degree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, personally, I think Kevin Hart should be Brick, because hearing him do deep voices all the time, say it with your chest, <laughs> it's just phenomenal. Have you ever played Borderlands? I, I, I wonder if they'll get The Rock to play Brick. Yeah, that, that would be solid. Because it's almost like a Jumanji just, like, recast up in here. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you get you could get, uh, fuck, what's her name? Um... Redhead uh, to play Lilith. Oh, yeah. Ruby. Uh, oh, what the hell was her name? Um, you have the internet. I, <laughs> Use it at your disposal. I, 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 I thought her name was something Ruby. Um, <laughs> no, that's not it. It's. Uh, oh, it maybe up. maybe Ruby was the character's name. Use the internet. <laughs> uh, anyway, who would you guys do Mordecai though? Like, who would you if you could do the casting? I don't let's see. I'm fairly new into the Borderlands scene, so. What about well, you, we will fix Are that. Are you into it? Borderlands? Do you and uh, Austin play? I have honestly never heard of it. You never heard of Everything's Borderlands? Ever- oh, Borderlands! I'm sorry. Yeah. No, um, we have not played it. Yeah. And so every everything that, it, that you guys are talking about is just just words i'm just chiming chiming in yeah, yeah like, like yeah. okay cool yeah that's, yeah. that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah borderlands like it's uh pretty cool 
so from like what, what me and Stone have played, he really wants to get this co-op game going. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, it's uh, Karen Gillian. That's her name. Oh, oh yeah. Doctor, uh, oh, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the MCU. Yeah. I mean, sure, yeah, the MCU. But Doctor <laughs> Who. That, that exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just get it like a straight up just recast of uh, the, you know, Jumanji crew. So. That's Karen Gillan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> she's, like, she's one of my favorite actors. So I was just like, wait, wait. That hit me. Same. That, like, that hit me differently now. Oh, yeah, get her. Yeah, just get her in it. Oh, and you know the best character in the entire Borderlands series? Marcus they could get, Jack? No, no. They could, get <laughs> Steve, they could get Steve Buscemi to play Crazy Earl. <laughs> yeah, Wilden. What you want? Yeah, Wilden. Except in Steve Buscemi voice. Yeah, Wilden. Ratchet and um, Clank coming June 11th, though. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. Available for pre-order now. Yeah. Like Stone sent that to me, I like was at my desk working and I was like working. And I was like, yes. Let's say you work. Yeah. I work. Yeah. An official release date for the Ratchet and Clank game is pretty pretty sweet. I'm excited now. Yes, man. I love Ratchet and Clank. Like, mm-hmm. like, what's funny is that our friend Snazzy got me into it. Like, well, if you want to play Spider Man, you should just play Ratchet and Clank first because it's the same studio. I'm like, oh really? I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like damn, like then you could like actually see how like they could pull from here and use it in this system and mm-hmm. go back and forth. I'm like, oh shit, understand gaming sometimes. I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter were like two of the the trifecta or two of the three trifecta games back when it, around that time. Yeah, and I mean, I guess also there was Prince of Persia because those all had similar, very similar release dates, and they they actually fought each other over. over well, the Prince, Prince of Persia was multiplat though, and Cratchit uh, and Clank and uh, Jack and Dexter were uh, PlayStation exclusives. So okay, Jack and Dexter, I thought it was right for now. Xbox. Mm-hmm. No, 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 hmm. just straight exclusives. I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to go around the room, around the screens. What is your top five games? Like. Of all time, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're like, all right, Satan. We're doing this right now. Okay, are you counting? Are you counting a series as a whole, like as one option, or the individual games? Yeah, like I did. Like, uh, I did this like the other day with somebody, and like they listed the Last of Us Part One, then the Last of Us Part Two. I just said the Last of Us, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, I guess if you like the series, you can just condense it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Final Fantasy also count? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like, Final Fantasy that's is one like, series. I mean, that's. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, where, who would like to start? <laughs> you're an. All right, pardon my French. You're an asshole. This is hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna find. I like it like that. <laughs> Well, I'd say in no particular order. No order. Uh, that's cheating. No, there's no order. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. So, cool. God of War 2018. Yeah. It's probably, it's definitely in my top five. Um, I would say that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is also in my top five. Okay. Uh, excellent game. Um, I would put uh, Dark Cloud 2 in my top five as well. Okay. 
probably put The Last of Us Part 1 in my top five. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, and then... Let's see. I would probably pick some other game. Baldur's Gate? <laughs> I was thinking about uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. That's a really good one. Okay. Uh, it's one of my it's one of my personal favorites. Yeah. Yeah. But I was also I was kind of thinking about like, well, Valheim's not technically out yet, but once it comes out, it might very well be in my top. If we can play it and it's not under an NDA, I would count it personally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not under an NDA as far as I'm aware. It's it, that's what I'm saying. This it's not, so I would count it as one if you wanted it. I can't wait to get review code. <laughs> Trying it's the hard part. Good job. Sending <laughs> sending emails off and go like yeah, and then not hearing back and just going like damn. Okay. Yeah. So what yeah. about you, Brittany? Do you prefer um, Brittany or do you prefer your uh, your Twitch name? Oh, Brittany's fine. Yeah. I've been calling um, her Brittany this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all good, but we we go way back. So, yeah. um, let's see. Um, I would say also in no particular order, um, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, which is. A Game Boy color game. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a lot of nostalgia for Pokemon um, Gen 2, so Gold, Silver, Crystal. Um, Breath of the Wild was also a really influential game for me. Um, of course, Near Gestalt, Near yeah, Replicant. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, of course. Um, like, yeah. like so, so, so much of like okay yeah yes ah <laughs> oh, i'm so passionate about it and then gosh um i know this is like really old but i'm gonna go with maybe like tales of symphonia um because it gamecube didn't really have like a lot of like rpgs and that's what i love to play and it has like a, a lot of nostalgia for me so I'll pick that one. Yeah, we have a other good friend that, that told us like told me like yeah, Symphonia is one of the best ones. I'm like, oh, okay. It really is out of the out of the series, yeah. Tales and Vesperia, then Zaya mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Everyone yeah. Everyone loves Zaya. <laughs> yeah. Zaya or however you say it. Deanna, do you have a top five? I do, and I've been thinking really hard. <laughs> um. But if I'm going to go with games that I consider my top five, like my my all-time like influential favorite games, um, I'm going to go with Day of the Tentacle by LucasArts, old-school uh, point-and-click game. Mm-hmm. Illusions of Gaia, which was kind of a underrated RPG on the Super Nintendo. Uh, Chrono Trigger was really big for me. Um, going into a little modern, though, right now, just to keep it going, uh, Trouble. Shooter. So let me get the full name up. Oh, oh. gosh. You've got a long name again. <laughs> uh, it's Troubleshooter Abandoned Children. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Last one. I like yeah. XCOM, but XCOM? it's com- okay. it's so just in depth. And um, Valheim right now is definitely <laughs> one of my top fives. <laughs> nice. Cub, shoot your shot. What you got? All right, well, mine actually is more of a focus on series because of the fact that there were just too many games that, you know, they came out with or whatever, X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, My number one game is actually more of a a little bit of story exposition there. Um, It's actually the Champions of Norrath games slash 
the EverQuest games. And the reason Stone nods is because when we first became friends back in seventh grade, that game came out and we would go over to his house or he'd come over to mine and we played that so much. Mm-hmm. That I truly feel that that was a game that helped cement our friendship as gaming bros. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was this, you know, it was a Diablo style game, you know, uh, that you could in the EverQuest verse, you know, but because we were playing on this, it was back in the days that there wasn't split screen. It was, you look down, you're looking at a slight angle on the thing. So if he wanted to go somewhere, I had to follow or vice versa. And he would constantly get me stuck in little crevices and nooks and crannies being a dick <laughs> and then set his controller down and walk away. Um, you know, so that was extremely important to me. Um, my second favorite is going to be the street fighter series, specifically number two, because street growing fighter up too. Yep. Uh, uh, playing that with my uncle who would watch me when I was a kid after school. Um, you know, I got to bond with my cousins and I've always been a fan of fighting games ever since. Uh, I mean, I moved on to Tekken being my number one oh, favorite. God. What? I'm a Tekken fanboy. Leave me alone. Let's get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, the Street Fighter game still sits higher than Tekken because of that. It shaped my childhood. A bit of news about um, Street Fighter 2 really fast. They are The new season pass comes out this week, and all five characters are coming out. So that's going to be exciting. <laughs> Can't wait. Cool. Can't wait. It's the last set, but Rose doesn't come out until April. So, okay. Uh, I feel like I'm giving this one away as a filler, but and I threw it up higher. Pokemon, the series as a whole. Yeah. The, yeah. the anime, the, uh, well, cartoon, because it was it's a little anime. bit changed. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, uh, but the games have, they have shaped our, I don't think anybody can be a gamer that was born 90s, uh, a millennial, and not say Pokemon hasn't had some sort of influence in their life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would be willing to bet. I'm putting a limit of $10, I'd be willing to bet, because last time I bet my whole paycheck, Stone took it. Uh, anyway, uh, but Pokemon, the series, has shaped every gamer's life in some way. And so that's my number three, even though technically I just needed a fifth filler. But number four would be my most important game to me as a single game. It's the Deception series, but it was called Kagero Deception 2. Yeah, you recommended it, it before. I, yeah, it was the first recommended game I did ever, and if I was allowed to, I would still recommend it to this day. Um, but the whole point of it is you literally walk around this entire map and you can set floor, ceiling, and, and a, one wall trap in each room. And you can combine them to... Basically, you had to kill the intruders because you couldn't physically attack, but they could hurt you. And it was this. It was a great puzzle game because the AI was extremely smart for a PlayStation game. I mean, they were fucking smart. Oh yeah. For a PlayStation One game, and and that game really helped me understand that there are other ways to solve problems. Growing up, you know, I I it would always help me look at things from a different perspective. Mm, okay. Okay. And that was that was very important to me, you know, learning that, especially with someone who had a lot of mental disorders, such as anger, bipolar, ADHD, I had to, my, my brain operates in a very unique way. Yeah. So <laughs> I needed some, I needed something that, that helped me learn like yeah. that. 
And also violence. Violence is great. <laughs> and uh, number five, it, we're, we are, I am jumping modern, but it would have to be the Kingdom Hearts series. Okay. That ideal of mixing Disney and and Final Fantasy characters into this very unique world that they created, especially Final or Kingdom Hearts one and two, it was a very original story. Until mm -hmm. The combat system uh, was fun, you know. Uh, there was there's I will never diss those two games. Oh no no no! Mm -hmm. you get one that and two DS that DS game with the cards. I'm going to talk some shit. <laughs> and then but, when they re-released it on the PlayStation 2, we are like, oh, no, I'm good. You know. I tried. I I tried my damnedest to I play that on, on PS4. And, uh... That, <laughs> That's awful. I can't believe that. I went too bad. You, you can get to a point in that game where it basically becomes a hack and slash, like the first two, so... Yeah. You just have to kind of... You have to get the right cards your for cards it. right or something. But shit. getting there is mm. the point where I always put my controller down. Yeah. So I just watched it on YouTube to get all the videos. Yeah. You guys, um, some, you guys got yeah, some good uh, top fives, bro. For, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Good, some good top fives. Mine is, uh, like, Persona. The Witcher, Witcher 3. <laughs> it's the first oh, okay. choice. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm listening. The first tattoo I got, of course. Zelda, any one pick. <laughs> I don't care. Just yes. Like, oh my God. Yes. Zelda. Preach. Preach. <laughs> like pick whichever Zelda that you want. Okay, so The Last of Us made it. God of War. Because of, you know, like I've watched that documentary every year to like set, like it's like a, the muse to what I want to happen for like the entire year. Like that, mm -hmm. many, like Corey Barlow had a team. They stuck with it. They didn't know what was going to happen, but like they stick true and like dreams come true. And I just love that story behind it, everything that Corey Barlow did to like, like rechange, like change what God of War is, like show growth. I was like, yeah, that's me. And of course, Persona. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> of course, Persona. <laughs> like, Persona is it was number five because of Persona 5. Persona, <laughs> yeah, Persona 5 is amazing. Uh, like, of course, like Persona 5 Strikers comes out on Friday. I'm so excited. Like you guys might not hear from me for a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like look, that's okay. Like look, like we can do the podcast, but after that, I gotta get back to this. Like it'll be a forty-five minute podcast. Yeah, okay, here's the news. I'm reading the titles. Okay, bye. Like seriously, like an hour and a half, and we out. Like for real, like all right, here, here you guys. Go. <laughs> um, well, it depends on if we have an hour and a half of a uh, wrestling exposition or not. Oh no 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 not a, none of that. Speaking of which, there <laughs> is a uh, NXT takeover tonight. Jim, oh, cool. let me let you know that. Well, that's, I'm excited about that. What takeover? I won't watch it because <laughs> I don't have a TV. But I mean, you can stream it. I can give you the information. Oh, you can? Yeah, it's on WWE Network. <laughs> Go on. You know, like I'm not gonna watch it, but you can watch it at your own leisure. <laughs> What else do we got here, guys? I, th I just thought it was interesting. You guys do have a good top five, and it's just, like, yeah, modern and different. Of course, like, uh, Final Fantasy, like, the top five is hard to do, because I thought, like, well, where the fuck does Final Fantasy go on this list? You know? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> or Pokemon. I'm like, well, you know, there's so many good games. And it's so <laughs> easy to be, if you set a limit, top three, top five, and then you're like, well. Well, let's see. Top six, top ten, fifty. Okay, how do we feel about Ubisoft moving away from, you know, the AAA flat platform to do a pretty much like a Genshin Impact free-to-play style? 
Well, I don't think they're necessarily moving away from their AAA titles. They're just increasing production of like double A or like premium free to play sort of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it. You know, let them experiment, see what they can come up with. Maybe they get some cool stuff, right? So, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's definitely not a uh, a transition from one to the other. Yeah. It's just a, instead of it being triple A and some games, I'm trying to make my hand really small. And, mm-hmm. But now it's going to be, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be side by side. I mean, hell, EA did it right with uh, Apex, right? Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought yeah. they had their own separate company that went kind of rogue there for a while. Who knows with EA? <laughs> EA, EA needed your butt out of everybody else's business. Oh, All right. Well, I mean, for, as far as he, uh, you know, Ubisoft is concerned, I mean, they're. I, I think they're just trying to diversify their. Uh, library offering you know um and i, I think that it, it makes sense from like a business standpoint and why they would do that uh so i think that hopefully they uh they come out with some cool games and stuff i mean they they've done pretty well yeah here recently Brittany, have you played phoenix rising yet is that on your list no no i have not played it uh but i've heard good things about it like yeah. you would it's very surprising that it's good because it sounds really stupid you know uh, um, stupidly but, good i'll put it that way yeah it's stupidly good yeah. yeah, like I think you would. Uh, like would it. you put that in like a like as a double A game, Perry, or what do you think? How would you rate that game? Uh, Phoenix Rising. Mm-hmm. Of all, like, see, Cub loves Valhalla, but seeing how Ubisoft came up with three games, I would think Phoenix Rising was probably the better game of all three. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. So, it's well, it, well, I was just wondering, like, uh, from uh, from a like a development standpoint, do you think it's more of a triple A game, or did you think it was more of like a like a Free to play premium experience or like a double A game or what? It's what? How? It's definitely a triple A game. There's just no. There's a story mm-hmm. like that. It it it's just like saying the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team, which I know Brittany played. Yeah. Like they they made that game and like they use the same outstruct to make Phoenix Rising. So and then okay. you, th- you throw one your whole Breath of the Wild theme to it. It's it, it was just a really fun time overall. Like, uh, me and Snazzy actually talked about, like, look, like, I can't believe how many people don't like this game. Yeah, yeah. Like, haven't played it, which, because it came out right a week before Cyberpunk, and, of course, Cyberpunk drowned Mm -hmm. out a lot of noise for a lot of people, but then I found Mm -hmm. a lot of people come back to play Phoenix Rising, and they're like, why was this game slept on? I'm like, well, because you guys wasn't pushing it. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Like, seriously. I mean, the, the... The dick fiasco with cyberpunk really did take a lot of focus. Yeah. For lack of a sorry for the pun, but for lack of a better <laughs> term, it, yeah. it did. It yeah. took it took yeah. away from every other game because people were so focused on that and they're yeah. like, This is terrible that this is happening. And then of course there's a lot of people who are like, Oh, this is great. I don't know what you're talking about. Fucking yeah. uh, I mean, speaking right. of Cyberpunk and C D Project Red, I mean you guys hear about uh how C D Project Red had a bunch of uh files stolen and a cyber uh, this is like the third time like a big story has broken out like where some company has mm-hmm. like, gotten broken like Capcom, Naughty Dog, and now CD Projekt Red. Damn, cybersecurity is a very important, very important part of every business. So. Yeah, it's like good gosh, especially the Capcom shit. That ugh. what's cybersecurity? Hell, I can show you my IP address right now. <laughs> like, like that, yeah. like that. I I just don't get it. Like, sold sold on the dark on the black market. 
Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. So rude. Be right back, guys. <laughs> okay. Like, how yeah, in the cool. world do you do that? Like, oh. well, uh, you you post listings on uh, dark websites and uh, you take cryptocurrency, I guess, exchanges. So no, I'm just like, how? Like, you know that people want access to your game. You would think that you would have so many good firewalls put up for it to like not be a factor. Yeah, but I mean, any any system can be broken if you're persistent enough, really. So it's just a matter mm -hmm. of, you know, how yeah. difficult can you do you make it for them to get to your files? Pl essentially, pl pl so. plus a lot of the times it's really just people calling in and fishing for information and just you know guessing passwords. Yeah, mm -hmm. the social engineering aspect is usually the uh, the part that makes everything uh, crumble down around you. Um, but yeah, so apparently uh, the group, the hacker group, uh, did manage to sell the information to somebody outside of the forum that where they were hosting the auction uh, for a cool seven million dollars. And uh, apparently, part of the stipulation of the sale was that they weren't allowed to sell the source code to anybody else. Holy shit! <laughs> so that's a one and done deal. Yeah, so we don't know who bought it, but they they bought the source code for Cyberpunk, The Witcher, uh, the Red Engine that they use to make all their games and stuff. Uh, so they they bought a copy of all that. that That's is, huge. That is that is garbage. Yeah, Ugh. I like I know that game has got a lot of flack, but CD Projekt Red didn't deserve that. But mm hmm. Oh, sorry. There was also the source code for uh, Gwent was included as well. Well, Gwent is shutting mm -hmm. down, though. I thought that was the thing. Mm -hmm. so, like I said, if you got the source code for Gwent, you can make it do whatever the fuck you want to. So, <laughs> so but they didn't. They didn't take the one from uh, Thronebreaker, though, which is kind of cool. Thronebreaker, mm -hmm. Interstell, which is actually a really good game. Like, I think uh, if you like card games, you should definitely check that out. Mm -hmm. Let's see what else we got here. We're moving right along, guys. More Division coming. That's more for me because I'm a Division fan right now. I'm almost at the end of the base game. <sighs> it's got, got more major updates coming this year. Yeah. Uh, the, the game is not done yet. so. Which is funny is that they were saying that they were not going to make any more content because because the fans are, like, from the support, they're like, all right, we have enough to make more content now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love it when games do that. Like, well, we're going to be done. Oh, wait, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have another extra few stuff to grab. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I think it's really good. Let's see, what else do we got here? Pokemon card scalping? I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you been to McDonald's and got you <laughs> some cards? <laughs> no, but honestly, that sounds really good right now. <laughs> and Go I get a happy meal. Yes, I get like kids portions anyway whenever I go out to eat, so it's like just like curb my appetite just a little bit. So, dude, I I really want I really want to um, get the cards and stuff, but the fact that people are scalping them is the incredibly shitty part. <laughs> Don't you hate that though? Like when yeah, is uh, it's like, so sad. Did you get your PS5 when it came out? Mm -mm. Okay. No, um, we had to wait a couple of months, honestly, but it's worth it. <laughs> I mean, like some people had to wait because of, you know, scalping. The demand, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh gosh, 
I went through a back door to grab mine, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And what's also really terrible about the fishing thing as well, like, I think a lot of like, um, I mean, this goes for like any sort of like um, booster pack for a card game is that you can easily reseal those back up with, with, um, with like different weights. Um, and then sell that off being like, oh, I have a really cool deck. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to dupe people. And it's, it's very sad that people will do that, you know? Yeah. Which is actually something, something that, whoa, I got feedback. Okay. Uh, Stone and I have seen that before uh, with Magic the Gathering, uh, because it's one of the oldest card games. Yeah. Um, although, I was told no, but I have a relative who works at McDonald's, and mm-hmm. I was told I can get one of each of the cards, but I asked them to just kind of pick up the delivery box and take it to their car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a lecture for like 30 minutes just by making a joke. Yeah. Like, you're like, we can't do that. Yeah, like, yeah that's stealing from the company. Yeah. But, you know, like, that just, it's such a shitty, shitty situation, but, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm glad that, you know, like as a kid, you like we had like the Burger King toys, but like for you know McDonald's and Pokemon to partner and have such a huge um, audience, I guess is just I think that's amazing itself. Yeah. Remember when Mewtwo, uh, the first Pokemon movie, came out, and when you got your ticket, you got the ancient Mewtwo. Ancient Mew, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a lot was of friends not even that legal had it. to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it just young. it just makes me a little sad though because I remember my family was military so we moved around a lot and I used mm-hmm. to have the collection of the original gold plated cards and the move and one of the movers stole them. Wow! Uh, <laughs> just out of curiosity, is yeah. Mew gender fluid? I'm only no, I'm transgender. Not well, you, Mew. Mew. Oh. Mew. Oh. <laughs> 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 I said mute. Like, Way to oh. make it about yourself there. Right? Oh. Like, oh. I knew this information. That's but... a bit that's a big oop oop or whatever. <laughs> and I oop. Um I don't think Mew has a gender. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, someone, yeah. someone like cause they have a build a bear, because like my friend uh, just had a kid. I was like they like mm-hmm. oh, Mew build a bear is out now. And she and she said, Oh, she looks so cute. And it just hit me like, is it a girl? Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of, a lot of the legendaries don't have genders when gender was released in Gen two. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it just, it, like it just hit me like wait, yeah. And of course we support. We are definitely LGBTQ. Oh what? No, that wasn't a question. That wasn't a worry. I was gonna say like you follow me on Facebook. You should know this by now. Ah, mic drop funny so yeah let's talk about google really fast because let's talk about google i didn't see that article uh, the fact that they're discontinuing support for the stadia or like they're they're no longer developing first party first party exclusives for the stadia yeah i believe no more first party, uh, i thought this was uh, the boycott thing yeah is that yeah. the same article yeah it's the same article oh. i haven't read that one yeah, early today, they talked about all the problems with working with Google and pretty much punishing existing customers who paid for our game on these platforms is not what we are about, your logger says. To be clear, they there should be no impact whatsoever to our 
on Google platforms both existing purchased games as well as ongoing story availability. So, because they canceled all this. Like, this game got canceled. Oh, wow. Yeah. Terraria did? Yeah. Me and Stone put in a good couple hours when he, he uh, uh, for those listening or have never, don't know the context, Stone is apparently my video game sugar daddy. Yeah. Because he gives me games like all the time, making me feel like I will never be able. I'm just gonna have to buy him a PS6 when it comes out or something. Yeah, and I did say six on purpose because I needed to be really far away. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it says at the end of this article, Google lose all our articles come from either IGN or GameSpot because most of us just like cover what they say and like give our own put twist. Like you can find all these articles if you. We just cover if you don't have time throughout the week. But at the end of this yeah, article, it says Google losing a popular title like Terraria. I guess they just lost it, lost it on Stadia. It could be troublesome after the company shut down its eternal developer studio to focus on bringing third-party games to the platform. So if they're just focused on bringing third-party... I mean, they did have a good turnout with Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk was on Stadia. Yeah, yeah, it released on Stadia, and actually, it was uh, it was kind of like the like best use case for Stadia sort of thing, because a lot of people were having trouble playing Cyberpunk on there, and still are rather, yeah. uh, on the base uh, consoles for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, but if you played it on Stadia, it's just Google throws as much hardware at it as it needs to to run at a certain frame rate, right? So. Uh, it, it's kind of like the best use case for Cyberpunk, basically, and yeah. it's still kind of sucked. So, yeah, so it's probably like, so if they're going to focus more on that instead of like they're making their own games, okay. But you're really, Stadia is really just dropping the ball even further. <laughs> yeah, it's like games are what brings people to your platform. You you need exclusive games and content in order to say, hey, this is why you should play on Stadia. You know, or, or some other gimmick or reason, like, for instance, uh, you know, we have uh, as much hardware as you need to play whatever games, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if it runs a little bit terribly on, like, you know, normal consoles or whatever, you can stream it from Stadia and it runs just fine, and, it, you know, it's just kind of okay, I guess. Yeah, it's like, okay, whatever, dude. Uh, I mean, Microsoft has Gears, has Halo, has... But what it does okay, not have, have what Stadia doesn't have, but we all need... Is grilled cheese sandwiches, and that does and they don't have. That. They, <laughs> I mean, well, now, hey, cool. Uh, Cooler Master did come out with that that tower that can cook your uh, fried chicken for you. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. So now we just need uh, where they they install a toaster that will make grilled cheese. I mean, seriously though. By the way, Stone, like you told me about the mayo, that shit work. <laughs> that shit bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do? Oh, you put mayo spread instead of butter, and use that on, on a grilled cheese. On a grilled cheese. I have mayo spread. I yeah. have cheese and I have bread. Mm-hmm. You can make a grilled cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I just put mayo in between the bread and the cheese. Oh. I mean, you, you know how, like, you, yeah. you put, like, butter on the outside of your grilled cheese sandwich, right? Whenever you, you cook it in the pan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But instead of using butter, you put mayo on the outside of it. So it, yeah. it kind of gets that golden brown sheen cooked to it and it kind of mm-hmm. has that semi sweet taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it spreads a lot easier, apparently, and it cooks better. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, it's like one of those life hat things I've seen on Facebook and shit. I'm like, I don't need to try that. I've never tried it, but yeah, I was kind of imagining like grilled cheese plus like French toast, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, a, that's a different story. We'll do, yeah, we'll, yeah. I was. We'll stick with the butter. The mental image was bad. Yeah. 
I mean, I think we all have one of those foods that we know when we make aesthetically, like when you look at it plated, it's gross looking, but it's delicious. It's like me and my rice soup. <laughs> it's literally just white rice, a huge dollop of fucking butter until it melts into a soup. And then I add sugar. So, it is diabetes incarnate. So I just want to know if this is like a black household kind of thing. Just out of curiosity. Do you guys put rice yes. in your chili? Yes, that's a that's a black thing. When well, I actually um, I have a recipe from someone who lived in Maryland who has a really good chili recipe and it has rice. Okay, and that's that's what I use. Okay, cool, um, cool. I was I was a spaghetti person for the longest time, so yeah. but rice is also very good. Come to the dark yeah. side. <laughs> uh, yes, well, I, I was taught to make chili. I put elbow macaroni in it. Yeah, so. that's good too. I've oh, never. Wow. Okay. I, I, I grew up that Please, my if favorite. you add anything that's pasta based or ri uh, in this case, I guess rice too, because I never even before you said that I had never heard of rice and chili. Mm -hmm. uh, if it has noodles of any kind, it's not chili. Oh gosh. Yeah. So you're from you're from it's like Cincinnati stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love chili. Well, born and raised Western Kentucky too, of all things. So. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Pigs can play video games with their snouts. How do y'all feel about this? It's so adorable. Some pig. I'll crush them. Thank you, babe. That's some pig. Like, yep. Gosh, like who? Like who has the time to study this kind of stuff? That's so it's cute. Though. They're, yeah. they're studying video games and the effects on the brain. You know, no, I, yeah. I mean, but they're also that study has a lot more to it. The article has so much more mm -hmm. to it because of the fact that it's, it's st studying the, you know, the social aspect of it. The fact that mm -hmm. yes, the pigs were originally trained to, I mean, it was a base game. It was essentially, they moved right. the joystick to, to move the little walls, basically to stop the little bouncing ball. Uh, it was pong. Essentially it was just pong with different, you know, uh, with uh, two verticals and two sides, mm -hmm. or and then they would actually reduce it to where it would always bounce on the other walls. And they had a like with one wall, they had a seventy percent you know hit rate. Like they always made the 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 ball bounce. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And and right. then even when they stopped giving them treats, they would still want to pre uh, to perform well because of the fact that they were getting praise from, in this case, you know the humans. Uh, and then there's more to it than that. Uh, they were getting praise from each other. Oh, that's mm -hmm. the, so the fact that the, the other pigs could, even though the pigs were farsighted and had issue with that, the fact that they could still see what was going on and would communicate in pig Latin, <laughs> bad joke. Uh, but you know, they, they still wanted to socially interact and they wanted praise. They, they wanted to be proud of each other and, and of themselves that, that stimuli shows. Yes. I mean, there was also another study done with the exact game where it was chimpanzees and monkeys and yeah, they have opposable thumbs and movable, not, you know, they could use their fingers instead of their snouts or noses. Yeah. They did a lot better obviously, but the cognitive function and understanding of how that works is, it's amazing to learn that. Mind blowing for it, you. <laughs> for me, it is. Yeah. Yes, we're gonna have animal yeah. farm happening soon. <laughs> right. I was. Gonna, I mean, I was. I was gonna say like it's very. Um, you just wonder about like animal sentience in general, and it's just amazing. But also, I really like pork. So kind of a moral, a moral debate there <laughs> within me. 
Okay. I will I will eat a bacon sandwich while a pig sits next to me playing a game. Okay. Oh. And <laughs> I will so bad. No, no, it's it's negative reinforcement because if that pig okay, knows okay. he doesn't do well, he's the next sandwich. There, there you go. There oh you my go. Gosh, okay. Like, damn. Did you all see the uh, the Neuralink update that uh, Elon put out a couple weeks ago? No. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, well, they they had an update on uh, the uh, the Neuralink that they had installed in a few pigs' brains. Um, so they were able to uh, successfully like it, it was connected to their the center where their snout is connected to. So like they could tell whenever like their snout bumped into something or they touched something or if they sniffed something, you know that sort of thing. So it's uh, it's go pretty well okay. apparently. So okay. the, the tests are humming right along and their next uh next big move is to do chimpanzees i think so i think that all that it, that was inspired from the idea that cats have an understanding based off the the sensitivity in their whiskers mm. because it's it's you know a cat will know assuming you don't have some jerk because i remember this kid when i was a little he he cut the whiskers on his cat and those don't grow back mm -hmm. oh least, gosh to my knowledge they don't. Mm -hmm. uh so and that cat was essentially blind Oh, walking God. into things, getting stuck in things. Yeah, I hate that you know. more than anything. Yeah, it, it was terrible what that that human being did. But, but like you know, the whiskers tell so much information to a cat. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, and that's that's why you have to be picky about their like water bowls and stuff too, is because they can feel like they're with their whiskers. They can feel like the outsides of a bowl. So a lot of times they're they are really picky eaters. Mm. Mm-hmm. But if you have a cat like mine and you give it too big of a water bowl, she will dunk her whole face in the water. Aww. That's cool. That's I, I was washing her water bowl because I can't just reuse the water bowl indefinitely. It does get dirty. Mm -hmm. And then I, I noticed this big water bowl and then suddenly my cat just goes, Bronk. and I'm like, are, are you going to lift your head? You will die. Yeah, well, look, Rip. Yeah. all I know is that we talked about a lot of silliness, but the one article that I had to put on here is about <coughs> the design behind Resident Evil Lady 8. Yeah, but, oh my but God. this is actually an important article, too. Mm -hmm. I know. This is an important discussion. It is, because uh, I would climb that tree, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> she is nine foot Stuff. tall. And I will... And six inches. I will definitely. <laughs> That's with the hat. I will definitely take a lighter if I need to. I mean, you always include the hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Superman, that. <laughs> Anyways, talking in code. But no, like, it, it really is a great uh, topic to <coughs> discuss because it talked about, like, the kink behind it, like, why people are really intrigued by it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Have you seen it flying around the on Twitter, Brittany? I know you have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen um, cosplayers recommend um, drywall stilts for their cosplays of the really tall, la uh, really tall lady, and then also, you know, um, putting someone on your shoulders. I've also seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a, it's a great thing because I remember I played the demo and went through it and was like, all right. What the hell? Like, I can't even be scared right now. <laughs> right, right. Like, like, this like, wasn't the reaction I expected. Yeah. Right. Why, why am I both aroused and scared at the same time? Yeah, that, like, uh, that has a name. There is a term for that. What it's called it? scaroused. 
Oh, it's not just a pun. It's it's actually the defined term yeah. on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. On Urban Dictionary, I knew it. Urban Dictionary. There it is. The Urban Dictionary. Well, look, Urban Dictionary also uses my last name as something that is very disgusting. And we're never mind. So I feel that the uh, the dem the eight demo did not actually do her justice because of all the angles. Like you know, her intimidating presence was actually I felt undermined. But you know, going back to the article, they are right about the whole, the kink thing. And it, yes, I are. think it stems more from than just, you know, straight men wanting to be dominated. I think it's because no, the, no. the male patriarchy, the hierarchy, whatever you want to call, uh, call it, we are expected boys. Don't cry. We don't show emotion. We, we are strong. We are tough. We are manly men. You know, did you Gross. hurt your toe? Get pissed uh -huh. off and then do something. This girl could yeah. suck on my blood. Well, that'd be fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You sure it's just not millennial <laughs> culture of like, <laughs> if I'm going to die, this is how I want to go. <laughs> Seriously, like, it's like, yeah, it's part of it. like she's think. a like she's a vampire. She's wearing all the right clothes right now. What the like? What the fuck do you want me to do? No, I still have. <laughs> if, if if it's common belief that vampires suck blood for protein, why blood? protein? What? Yeah, well, the protein in, in the blood, the, the enzymes. Like I said, I but don't... I know a source of protein that comes out in much, much higher quantities of protein. Well, like, I have something to say. Like, this is probably one of, like, I know I talk about Persona a lot, but this is probably one of the most excited games. I'm I'm excited to play this game this year. Like, for real. Like, yeah. I'm just pissed that they made the demo for PS5 Series only... X. Oh, it was only, it was I... only for the PS5. It was only oh. for the PS5. Well, I don't have a five, do I? Yeah, you don't. So I can still be salty. I mean, like, four, no, no, three out of the five of us can play it right now, you know? Yeah. You do. <laughs> Just saying. I have one of those, too. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, I think that the outgoing support of what Capcom is getting for this, they really didn't expect whatsoever but now that it's here it's like we're ready for the game it better be good yeah, yeah. it, def it yeah. definitely did its original job of generating hype maybe again not the way they intended yeah the hype they generated is a behind closed doors kind of hype unless you're <laughs> really 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 ballsy look i love i love uh, vampires and the fact that they said that she was that i was like okay whatever yeah i just don't know how they're gonna I mean, Resident Evil's always been viruses and things like that and bioweapons. So how are they going to play vampires into this? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait, man. Because yeah, like, I want to, story-wise, I want to know. This is what yeah. the series needed. Like, I know we talk about Resident Evil 7. Like, that's what it needed. I'm currently going through that right now, too. It's like, it, they needed oh. a change shift. They needed a shift. While we wait on Resident Evil 4, of course, because, you know, whenever that comes out, that's just going to be end-all, be-all for Capcom. Yeah, and that's just a remaster, though, right? No, it's a remake. Ground-up remake. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Sweet. See, they yeah, actually, so I'm just... Yeah, a few weeks ago, they had, like, some internal, like, conflicts, so they had to restart it. Like, they So were, they scrapped it again? Yeah, they scrapped it and delayed it. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, I, scrapping's not a bad thing in the beginning but if they again to bring it back to this thing which you guys know all, i can talk about that's their biggest problem anthem was scrapped at least over 10 years it was scrapped eight to eight or nine times i think okay well the thing is and, though like we are are you a metroid fan 
uh, Brittany? Um, I I haven't played any of the Metroid games. I'm really bad at platformers. Yeah. So, yeah. but I like the idea of it. I like the setting. Yeah. I like Samus. I mean, but I haven't played them. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, um, yeah, yeah. But like I said, like Metroid Prime Four, it got delayed again in the same vein as a Resident Evil Four. They had mm-hmm. to like go and scrap it, like you're saying. Like, had to scrap it. So I was like, is this game ever going to come out? Right. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It's a myth, like the cake. It's a lie. Yeah, it's like, yeah, gosh. Let's see. Uh, can I ask something on the Metroid thing, especially with Deanna here? Because uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's currently been this thing I've seen on Twitter and Reddit where people are basically like trying to force uh, the creators of, of Metroid to say that Samus is actually a transition transition to two woman instead of just being a woman. When the whole basis of her was the fact that people fell in love with the original Metroid Prime, and then they're like, "What? It's a female?" You know that that blew away a lot of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. I feel like honestly trying to force a change like that is—it's just extra. It's not necessary. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if someone is trans or is anything to do with the L- LGBT, my eyes don't blink at the same time. That's weird. Uh, anyway, I. I, you know, if that's how your original character is, great. You know, if that's if or if there's you know some sort of character development, but to just force it, it 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 literally it feels forced. It feels painful for no reason. Mm-hmm. And what is y'all's opinion on that? If with the community, the gaming community, trying to make that happen with no actual logic or reasoning behind it. I mean, I think uh, I think representation is important. Um, so, you know, definitely should have, you know, more trans characters to represent the uh, diversity that is, you know, the human condition. <laughs> uh, but I also don't think that you should like try to shoehorn in those traits to like uh, you know establish characters. I think you should just make new characters and make them also cool. So yeah, but you 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 took my thoughts that were like accumulating in my head and. Put them out way better than I ever could. <laughs> so thank you. I was like, this is both good and kind of like, uh, shoehorn. That was the perfect word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would 100% prefer that they, they just create a new character instead of retconning a character mm-hmm. in such a way. It just, uh, uh, if it's, it's like a doing a J.K. Rowling of just kind of writing yourself back and be like, oh, they're, they're gay, don't you know? It feels like tokenization. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean the whole Dumbledore thing? Where like? Wait, no, Dumbledore? I mean not not that specifically, but just going back and saying, "Oh, they're trans." Yeah, like, is that what is, the, how do you, is ooh, that what retcon means? Ooh, 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 yeah. Ooh, the, good. the thing that you said, like, oh, can I ask you that? How do you feel about the Matrix then? Because they said that is supposed to be that. No, that that is that. Um, okay. Even the Wachowskis came out and said that that's what I, it was. I mean, but like I for so long kept them calling them brothers and didn't realize that they transitioned. And like when I, mm-hmm. when I found that out, it was like, oh, okay, what? <laughs> it threw me off. I like it was like, wait, that happened? I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. It just it, it did. I think I read an article one time about Lily Wachowski, and I'm like, oh, because I I noticed at one point that it said the. Their movies were titled The Wachowskis. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of Wachowski Brothers. And then I 
and I found an article about Lily and Lana coming out, and I was a huge fan of Sense8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic show on Netflix if you haven't checked it out by them. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen Pose too, right? I don't think so. What? <laughs> oh, I, Perry. I know. I've been watching a lot of anime. Funimation. <laughs> My one-year account's about to run out, so same. Yeah, you should, you should be watching. You should be watching. You should definitely watch Pose, though. You would like it. It's on Netflix. Brittany looks right. inspired to the say enti- things the entire uh, cast is played, you should be watching. Uh, <laughs> most of the entire cast is played by transgender or lesbian or gays in that entire show. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So it's it's very high in yeah. the uh, representation yeah. category. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 You like said like I haven't seen it but I've heard so many good things about it. So we're just like it was just kind of <laughs> shocked that you haven't seen it. Like wait, what? <laughs> as long <laughs> me, as they capture the humor, right? Uh, it's more dramatic. <laughs> But I can, uh, I, I, yeah. I, can, I can see, I can see where humor and all that too. I think. So I guess from here we could segue to uh, the Twitch bug yeah. that's been going on. Yeah, what's up with that? Because I mean, I didn't even know you could you could put labels on your uh, like yourself for Twitch. I. Yeah, it's like in your in your personalized bio and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, Twitch is trying to crack down on uh, you know offensive language and uh, just words that you know shouldn't be flung around and every day, like calling somebody autistic, for instance, you know, as a slur, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, uh, these Twitch streamers that you know have been diagnosed you know, autistic in one way or another on that spectrum, um, you know, I've been trying to update their bio with autistic in some regard, uh, but the. Uh, automatic bots, like the bot mods, are removing these words from their bios and stuff. So they're uh, so Twitch, in a, like in an effort to try to create a more inclusive environment, has inadvertently made a less inclusive environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I think there's still some like stigma around the word, and until mm-hmm. our like culture can not throw that word around. Then and people will be like, oh, you know, I'm autistic or, oh, I'm neurodivergent until until as a community, we can accept that kind of behavior instead of, like I said, insulting someone and throw it around. Then um, as a bot, like as a as a moderator, like it makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you are if you are claiming that in a bio, that's a little bit different. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know that they should be getting into people's bios to change that around but yeah yeah but if it's in if it's in like a a chat then definitely ban it but bio no yeah Yeah, but and the chats are mostly i mean yes you can deactivate chat filters on twitch you can customize it and manually type in words like i had to manually type in a ton of racial slurs so that way people don't type them out or use them Mm -hmm. uh which is also how I found out that's when I uh, a few months back when we were on the podcast and I, I found out that jip to say I got gypped is actually a slur towards the room uh, towards Romani. Women. Roma, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gypsies and gypsy itself is a slur. Yes. Had, I mean, yep. over my head, had no idea, blown away, didn't believe it, Googled it for hours. Yeah, that, yeah. that was an yeah. interesting afternoon. Yeah, like you were like, yeah. what in the world? Like, you like, I became insta woke. <laughs> like, seriously, like, it happens sometimes. Like, if you if you start waking up a bit, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. That, that but did he go down a rabbit hole? That Charles Gambino mm-hmm. song goes in now, you know. And it was a well. deep, deep rabbit hole. Yeah. Like I'm in a rabbit hole of feminist literature, and it's just I'm getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> <laughs> I there's 
I forget what the word is, but it's 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 the term that's used to describe whenever somebody thinks one gender is actually greater, better than, and uh, and a lot of people get associated with like, or there's angry feminists who are who just think that feminism means that women should be better than men. I, I don't know if there's a a word for either way, but there's a word for women thinking that women are better than men, which is called misandry, and then there's which is being men are greater than women whenever that's not the case on either side so yeah no and i mean i actually technically might be on the side where i think look without women i wouldn't exist so i'm a little bit biased i mean (laughs) beyonce comes on and starts singing that get information but yeah uh and that's why like you say you're in a bunch of feminist literature and i'm like I want to avoid that like the Black Plague because I feel like, oh, especially... Uh, I don't... Yeah, you, know, yeah, the, you do read a lot of stuff and I, I avoid the misandry. I don't... I'm not I'm not into that. It's... What, what makes me angry is learning a lot of history of women that was left out. Like, you're taught about the same, like, 10, 12 white guys throughout elementary school yeah. and high school. So, you know, you, you you don't learn about how important women were in labor rights. Yeah. And this is my perfect segue or, to say happy Black History Month because it is that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're already halfway through it. What have y'all done to help enable Black History Month? Shoot. It, I feel like I've been listening to nothing but Black History music the entire time. <laughs> I, I have in mind people that Harriet Tubman also um, had a severe head in- injury that was like, so she was disabled. And a lot of people don't know that. Oh, wow. Um, one of those people yeah. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's unfortunately like from a slave owner. So like that really, really sucks. On top of that, and then Harriet Tubman being such a badass. And, you know, here we go. And she was disabled. So... That was that was a really interesting tidbit that yeah. people don't normally know. Who's your uh, a like, fun fact? Actually. Go for it, Dana. Sorry. Oh yeah, like because I've been reading a lot of Angela Davis, and a fun fact about uh, Harriet Tubman is that she, though we're taught a lot about her, she wasn't unique. Uh, it was actually very common for black women, especially those enslaved, to they were the ones who most normally incited the riots mm-hmm. and, tr- and and tried to free everyone. Mm-hmm. So. Who's your, because uh, we're doing it throughout the entire month of uh, Black History Month, who is a b- black person that has inspired you or made an influence on you? Who? Well, you've already, well, you've already oh, said. Me, yeah, well, I was going to say Harriet Tubman. You said that's, Harry Tubman. That's just really cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm asking everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, it's actually someone I know, and I'll never tell it to her face because they'll probably be like, why? <laughs> okay. But uh, she's a dear friend of mine named Tolly. Uh, we met each other before we both transitioned, and she transitioned before me. And that's pretty much how I learned what being transgender was. Mm-hmm. And uh, she moved out to Portland, and she had the, f- and uh, which they're incredibly like over in the Northwest. They have a lot of racial issues there in like the Olympia, Portland area. Mm-hmm. And so she had to deal with all sorts of issues and now she's a director at YMCA for black youth programs and uh, she's done a lot of work there so uh, uh, she's really inspired me to get into politics and into nonprofit work okay mm-hmm. well kudos to her and all of the yeah good work she's doing that's awesome uh, 
Shout out to her. Yeah, Cubs. Don't so we can get her to listen to the podcast yeah. so she can hear this. Yeah, so. we'll make sure to I'll make sure to tag and everybody. You know that Cubs. Stone. Who do you got? Uh, well, I would go with uh, Jerry Lawson. Okay. Uh, he is uh, credited basically as the uh, father of modern gaming. So he's. Oh uh, yeah. Plus, yeah. Uh, he, he's basically he was the the lead engineer in charge of creating the first video game cartridges. Mm-hmm. That were used for like the Nintendo systems. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I read that article. That's mm-hmm. cool. I had no idea, but that that man ever even existed. That's yep. awesome. The more you know. Cub. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. Cub, who do you have? I don't. I don't want to say because it's it's a little bit embarrassing because of the. It, I feel like it might be a little pedantic, uh, but the person from Black History that inspires me the most is not even real. Hmm. It's it's the legend of John Henry. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know the 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 myth behind the man and knowing that someone who grew up in in those times, those men existed. He's just a representation Mm -hmm. of the faceless. Yeah, and go for it. Continue. Oh, I was just gonna say. Also, badass with a hammer. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, but no, there's been there were so many great men that I feel like he's a good. He's. Yeah, Disney did did that that short that was really well done because of the art style and everything. But uh, you know, there were just there were just so many uh, across time. And yes, I'm a huge Martin Luther King Jr. fan, and you know, I believe that if the if he had lived longer, be you know, there you know, yes, we can't change the past, but but the views he represents of that. And you know he was there at the same time as Malcolm X. Both of them, they were they were two halves of the same coin. Yep. Mm. You know. I mean, hell, I'm wearing you, a Malcolm X shirt right now. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what yeah. You, I asked about it. And you said it was Malcolm X related, and uh, we want and freedom. I, I thought we want that was justice. Cool. We want equality by any means necessary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still believe in you know, uh, parabellum. Mm-hmm. Those who want peace prepare for war. Man, blurry. I look even worse. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I just I can't even begin to describe as as a white man. It, I don't even feel it's my place to to talk about it because I've been very blessed. I've been very uh, fortunate in my upbringing. But yes, it was a a toxic, racist environment. Um, I used to be a piece of shit racist. Yeah, you, uh, throwing around. <laughs> Yeah, throwing around words and terms that I that were not mine to use. That it was not my place. Mm-hmm. And then I proceeded to, in many different circumstances and in many different avenues, I had my ass whooped, both metaphorically and physically, by by my betters. Yeah, and they were people of color, people of different um, uh, backgrounds, backgrounds, walks yeah. of life, yeah, walks. Of life, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's walks awesome. Life, yeah. And. uh and you know, and I realized that that I should instead of thinking I'm better than anyone, I should realize maybe I can learn from these people if yeah. I I just mm-hmm. walk in their shoes for a bit. Yeah, you can learn something from everybody. and my personal. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. I believe everyone in the world has at least one good story. Yeah, they might hey, I have a bunch of life stories that are that are good. They're not, but everybody got at least one. That, yeah, that is a true life lesson. <laughs> yeah, I think. 
I, I'm actually going to get three because, like, the month is so short. I hate it so much. February is the shortest month. <laughs> Anyone else have a problem with that? We need more days in the year. I'm just saying. Mm-mm. Um, it's my birthday month, so I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. <laughs> I believe there should be 13 months with 28 weeks each. Good God. Okay. Anyway. You mean 28 days each? <laughs> 28 weeks <sighs> each. I stand by what I said. Okay. okay <laughs> like 28 weeks. Okay. Anyway. Just want to make sure that you know what you said. <laughs> I think I'm going to get three out. We're going to go with Jay Johnson, who's here in town for being for his food truck. Like seeing that man grow is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, like he has some good food here, and like mm-hmm. seeing where he's come from, he has two trucks now. He always, uh, he knows who you are, that kind of thing. Um, that's. Hmm? I said that's that's really sweet. Yeah, it, it's really sweet because like you know like everybody knows here that I've started cooking more. It's just like the fact of like seeing a lot some of the food trucks and see where they grow up to be afterwards to grow up. Like after actually having their own restaurants and things like that, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Paris, uh, he's part of kind of funding now, which is good. They're like him and Blessing Adeo Jr. Like just seeing that that Greg Miller is willing to like share the limelight. Like that is the future of game when he realizes it. Is like, yo, we need more diversity there, which is kind of cool. And not just cool in that sense. And the last one is like, cause I like I was a lit major. I had to throw this out here. He was uh, like when my teacher taught me about him. Like James Baldwin was actually pretty good. Uh, uh, like he what they asked him a question one time. He said like, well, you have AIDS, you're black, and you're uh, gay. How does that make you feel? And he said, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It just showed that he didn't care about any of that nonsense. He was just him throughout. And, like, it didn't matter what what side you are or however you are. I'm like, I'm glad that, Dan, you're here. Like, we're like, this is the safe space. I'm make, making sure of that with this brand. None, mm-hmm. of, none of that nonsense here. So, it's glad to have you here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, uh, I, I have a name I'd like to throw out. Yeah, go for I it. I feel like I forgot. Uh, his name's Toby Jones. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of him. He became a bit of an internet se- uh, internet sensation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because this man, if I could hire this man, he is the king of advertising. Oh, gosh. And, uh, and it went viral. That was the word I was trying to think oh. of, viral. And it he did a commercial 11 years ago, but it was known as jones barbecue and foot massage yes oh my god I and love there was, that. well he also does uh, he's done other videos like jones big ass truck rental and storage oh and gosh, you guys are crazy but but this man you know he's a black he's first of all he is overweight but he and he's a black man so he can get you know ridicule from that <laughs> but he's with just your everyday camera quarter he was able to make these viral videos, this, uh, and these were actually great advertisements because people, you know, they were so outlandish. People are like, there's no way that exists. It exists. Mm-hmm. It's real. <laughs> you give that man 20 bucks. He will massage your feet with some barbecue sauce. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, the business, that barbecue business is no longer currently open, but I'm just saying he, he would do it. You know, he, he, he finds gimmicks. He finds ways to work the system to understand the, you know, with, with the way that internet technology and 15 minutes of fame work and how we have shorter, shorter attention spans than ever. 
Oh gosh. He's making he's making money. He's he's thriving. He's a successful business owner. And that that's inspiring. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. I'm, and I'm, also Jones barbecue and foot massage is like, just That's a bop. <laughs> love love Black History Month. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, last topic I guess we can talk about. Black Myth Wukong. I can't wait for this game, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, looks dope. Yes, have you seen it? Bro? Never even heard of it. Yeah, uh, so it's kind of, um, it seems to have like a Souls-like sort of uh, dodging and uh, stamina management sort of combat style. Um, but it's it's made by a Chinese developer, uh, and it's the myth of uh, Sun Wukong, the Monkey King, essentially. Oh god! Uh, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. It's so uh, I can't wait. It's it seems seems pretty cool. Uh, it's got like big monsters, big bosses. You run around an open world and fight shit. And uh, just recently, they came out with a uh, gameplay trailer. So yeah, that's cool. Sorry, uh, I'm back. Hold on. There we go. My my computer died. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> That's why you have a plug in, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a wall outlet. Uh, you know, I know. There's electricity all throughout your house. But at the same time, kudos for your result resourcefulness. Yeah. You were only gone a, a, a like two seconds. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, you know, quickly yeah. get the phone out. So. Uh, like you're this, like this, you're better than some people. Like we've had on here. Like, oh, my phone died. Like my laptop died. I'm like, you like you have a charger. You've been here for a while now. Like. Right, right. You're not sitting in the middle of a park going, oh, damn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... So it, it's a it's a very it, it's a pretty popular uh, uh, myth and folktale uh, from Chinese lore. So um, I, I, I'm excited to, to explore it more because um, I don't know much about uh, Chinese folktales and such. And uh, I think it'd be a, a cool avenue to uh, have some fresh new uh, IP and, and video games. So yeah, no, I'm here for it. Not One of the that. biggest IPs that had the basis of, of the uh, the Monkey King is where we get Dragon Ball. Yep. yep. Journey of the West. Goku. Journey of the West. And, uh, but this game kind of just looking at the screenshots kind of reminds me of like Shadow of Colossus, you know? Normal mm -hmm. human-sized person fighting these great... I was thinking more things. like Demon Souls, like Demon Souls or Dark Souls, but I can see that too. Yeah, yeah. That's a game that's actually on my project list, Demon Souls and Bloodborne. I like I feel like I owe it to myself to play those games. I owe it to yeah, myself. Yeah, Bloodborne is very good. Did you did you beat it? Yeah, yeah. It okay. was a, like a couple of years ago, but I I played it and beat it. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, like everyone says like how hard it is, but like the more you play like this isn't hard. Like, yeah, and it's it's like a, it's not um a lot of the a lot of the times if you mess up in that game it's like because it's, it's your fault. Like oh, let me learn from that experience, you know? So instead of being like, oh, that's bullshit, you know, like, you know, I missed, I missed a frame or something, you know? So if, if you make, if you mess up, it's your fault and you just go and try harder next yeah. time. Yeah. Like I, I've learned that from, which is a completely different game because it's like a roguelike, but Hades does the same exact thing. Like, well, if you die, it's your fault. So it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Like Hades is just so fun because like it has that Greek lore behind it and you're like getting into it. Like if you die, like, damn it. <laughs> like he says it right. like, exactly. That's how I feel right, right now. <laughs> right. Like I said, like I can't wait to like, I have both of those games. So I'll have to check them out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's see. Uh, I think we almost got everything covered, guys. Do we have a minute to talk about the Left 4 Dead successor? Left, uh, 
Have you played Back it? for Blood? Back for Blood? Have Back you for it? Blood? No, uh, unfortunately, right now it's it, it's closed. I missed the close alpha. Okay. Mm. And they haven't released any information on a beta, which I honestly don't think they're going to. Uh, after like, do you like it? I mean, I've watched other people play it, and it's it's everybody. You know, some people are calling it just a Left 4 Dead clone, but really, it's its successor. It's a lot of the people who worked on it at Valve. You know, have worked with uh, Turtle Rock Studios. It's slated for June 18th of this year. And there's new baddies. Uh, there's new, you know, yeah, it's got a lot of the the feel of the, like the tanks and the, the spitters and all the, the big zombies. But it's going to be that great game that, that people can, you know, it's, it's going to be a first-person shooter of, you know, survive. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, though. I really wish that they could. There was originally some talks about trying to get the rights from Valve to bring Bill back. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody listening watches my stream, but on Survivor on Left 4 Dead, Bill my main. All right. <laughs> Him and that cigarette. It'd been through two tours of Vietnam, and it's the same cigarette. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They, that game, like, I remember when they showed it at the Game Awards. I'm like, okay, that's going to be cool. Because uh, I know you guys are back for blood, uh, left for dead fan. So to see mm -hmm. that, I was really surprised. I'm, like, oh, cool. I'm I'm excited. I for one have um, about 710 hours on left for dead too. Mm -hmm. Good God! Uh, I used to be really big into into the versus community, and uh, I'm 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 ex kind of excited for back for blood, but I'm still a little tentative. Um, I. I, I'm gonna wait and see if it's something I'd actually want for sixty dollars. Yeah. Well, I think for 70. me the 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 big kicker, no, sixty. Okay, cool. Yeah, they've already put a a, a pre-sale on it. Um, is the fact that they are pushing that it will have PS4, Xbox One, PS5 series, uh, and Windows, uh, Microsoft Windows, so no Mac support yet, but it'll have full cross-platform. Hmm. Which is really good in in this day and age. Brittany, did you grab Mario? Did you grab the new Mario three? No, I haven't. No, not yet. Yeah, I grabbed it. Like it's ready to go. I never played three D World, but I heard that it's really fun. Yeah, I I played three D World, um, so I I really enjoyed it. Um, but I haven't got the remake yet. Yeah, so plus Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Yeah, Bowser's Fury. Like I just don't like how they do that part. It's like the more you do it, the more Bowser comes out. And like you get forced to fight Bowser at some point in time, you have to fight him. It's like, yeah. and like you're in the cat form the entire time. I'm like, I gotta, yeah. figure out, I gotta figure out what this cat form is about. <laughs> it's so off. cute though. Yeah. Wait, is the cat form like the like the Tanoki uh, tail from I the think, old games? Um, I think like each each character will have like specific cat. Like Peach is very floaty, like for her usual Mario. I think. Toads like faster in his mm -hmm. like that sort of thing. So, yeah. but I, I no, this this of course is a Switch game, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it came out Friday. Oh, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah I won't be able. Yeah. To, I will never see it play or play it. I mean, we can have a get together and play it. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I will never own a Switch. I have no intent of. Oh, oh well, you're just missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of great games, and and I'm not one to talk down about it i will it's an amazing system it's it's got great you know uh first party games um <laughs> console exclusives or i should say but uh um, 
just not for me. I know it wasn't one of the more popular games, but uh, when I first got a Switch, I was given uh, Mega Man 9. Well, Mega Man's just amazing. And I absolutely love the Mega Man games, and it's just perfect. Mega Man's definitely, like, somewhere in the top 25. Somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have... I have both of the Mega Man Legacy collections for uh, Xbox, but no Xbox to play it on. <laughs> well, I beat them all when I had them. Yeah, I know. Epic Games' new MetaHuman creator helps devs create characters. What do you think about this, Stone? Because this was your topic. Uh, yeah, no, this this looks dope. Uh, so Epic Games has created a uh, MetaHuman. Uh, it's just a creation tool for devs and I guess other people to uh, create their own 3D models for characters. Essentially, uh, it's like a character customizer on like steroids, basically. Okay. Um, so it, it creates a model and rigs it up for you and everything. So, um, you know, in 3D development work, uh, you know, for games or for you know film or anything, it's. Uh, complete pain in the ass to you know create a model and then rig it up and like that's a long process a long pipeline so creating a tool to automate this process or to um streamline it at least yeah um i, I think it'll be a big boon for a lot of developers so yeah i'm, I'm interested to see what people would create with it so yeah i'm kind of disappointed in the actual program though uh, did you play with it no, I did not play with it. It's 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 something that's actually stopped me from playing with it. It's the fact that everybody's moving to the Unreal Engine five, mm-hmm. and it was built on four. Okay. So once we start to really get heavy into games that are releasing on the five engine, are they gonna are they gonna port it? Are they gonna? Oh, it's because... a it's a tool. I guess it's like a plugin. So I'm guessing that it shouldn't be too difficult to port it up into Unreal five. But yeah. that would be Epic's prerogative to do so so yeah see that's just where i worry i, I wonder if they created this tool and that essentially now has a shelf life yeah. i doubt it I, I believe that they'll support this tool i mean it's brand new it just came out so i would think that it would work with unreal 5 so hell yeah i can't well, wait yeah, I hope. it looks like a pretty cool tool though for real like yeah, start making characters <laughs> mm-hmm. like play around i'm not that creative with that stuff but like hey you guys are <laughs> Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these tools, people always say that. Like, and I used to talk, say the same thing about GIMP, but it's just playing around with it, messing stuff up, and starting over. Because it, even if you have to scrap, say, a, like in this game, uh, this creator, you you scrap a character you worked really hard on because you messed something up that you can't undo. You learned from that experience. You learned. Don't do that. Yeah, it's like cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until you burn your house down. Oh gosh, don't burn your house down. Oh gosh. So why are you saying that this tool is a is a bad thing for the games industry then? Absolutely it... not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, it definitely paves the way for more tools and showing that other people can, in mm-hmm. fact, you know, continue with this. Uh, if it and if it does, in fact, streamline it. Like I want to play with it. I'm actually logging in into Epic Games just out of curiosity how much it costs. Jesus, all the fucking pop-ups. <laughs> I mean, that's why you... I don't know. Ad block. I don't know. Just saying. Just playing. Just playing. I mean, pretty sure y'all... Use it, does, it actually doesn't show up on the store. Because it's a uh, beta, right? Or something? 
Yeah, it's it's currently not actually released yet. It was just like an announcement trailer. Uh, it goes into early access later this year, I believe. Oh, um, I but uh, apparently it doesn't require any sort of like professional pipeline. So, I mean, you could do this customization on like an iPhone in your browser, I think is the idea. Um, so it shouldn't take a whole lot of horsepower to actually uh, render this model. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got anything lined up for us, Brittany? What are you doing next in the Twitch world? <laughs> the Twitch work or a Twitch world, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. I've been taking a break from doing uh, streaming, um, but if I do stream right now, it's it's or really I think it was like last March um, during quarantine. Uh, it was more of like Pokemon Puzzle Challenge because mm -hmm. that game is amazing and I'm pretty good at it. So yeah, mm -hmm. um, whenever Near Replicant comes out, um, I do want to start tr uh, streaming that um, just because it's you know my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, like, we'll definitely give your taglines on the bottom, of course. Yeah. Um, but so you're just taking a hiatus and just coming back to it yeah. when you feel like it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, eh, you got to, like, weigh, like, how do I really want to do this? <laughs> like, that kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah. So, like, cause you still cosplaying, though? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. It, like, it sucked that OMG Con was uh, down. I was like, dang it. Yeah, it like, yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll see what happens this summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cub, what you doing on streaming now? No. Oh, okay. He dang. has something in his mouth? Yeah. Eating. I was eating. I'm eating grapes because I needed a sweet treat. Uh, I'm going to delete it all. Yeah. No, fuck that. Uh, um, I've been I've been mulling it over for about a month now, but I'm thinking about giving up Twitch. Uh, mm -hmm. The ability to grow on Twitch is abysmal. Their their issues with DMCA's uh, and striking people for clips and copyrighted stuff that they they personally went back and deleted. They they took you know streamers are taking the initiative and making sure there's nothing no issue, but because Twitch keeps a backup server. They can still threaten to sue people. Uh, I mean, I could literally spend a three-hour podcast talking about the issues of Twitch. We had those. We had that topic that went yeah. right there into it. it. I, yeah, <laughs> and I and I could have I could have talked about it, but I don't want to. Okay. But right now, um, also the fact that if if I got my viewer count, like I have every recommend or every requirement to hit Twitch affiliate, but if I accept that, Twitch literally owns me. I sign away my likeness rights. I sign away my, they can, they could dictate my schedule. And as someone who has a daughter and I only get to, I mean, I do now get her for a full week at a time, but once she starts school, that's not going to happen. I work weekends. I'm basically going to get to see her one day every two weeks. That breaks my heart. I can't be ever risk being dictated by a schedule. Also Facebook gaming and YouTube both don't give a damn. I can dual stream to those two groups for free with no consequence whatsoever. Unless I became a multimillionaire contract nin uh, ninja streamer. Mm -hmm. uh, Ninja-like streamer. Uh, that'll never happen. <laughs> I don't have the charisma, and I definitely don't have the looks for it. So, 
Uh, but yeah, so I've really been giving it a lot of thought, but then at the same time I get home and I just want to stream and have fun. So I just click start stream. It's easy. It's set up. Also in order to stream to both Facebook and YouTube, you have to use a program that costs a monthly subscription well, or, <laughs> or use Streamlabs. but I don't like stream labs. I like stream elements. It's a better, I think it's a better product. And that's for another topic. <laughs> yeah. So, but my, my goal is just to keep streaming uh, Dead by Daylight. I have a lot of fun. The community mm -hmm. is great. Um, Valheim is a fun game. I wanted to start creating VODs. And then, and Stone was even encouraging me. He was like, you should get on that. And then the moment I looked at it, I feel like there's already too much. It just, it's blowing up so fast. It's like trying to, it was like trying to jump on the Among Us bandwagon when, when AOC and all these and all these actual streamers were already on it, it would. I'm I'm throwing my 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 fishing line into a yeah. an already fished out hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say if you were gonna use, if you were gonna make those guys and vods for for Valheim, probably should have done that starting last week. Not know? only starting last week, but I feel like to really have gotten a, a leg up on people, I would have had to been part of the early uh, early play stuff, which I missed the Kickstarter for. Yeah. So again, it's not missed. It's not like I regret it. Yeah, yeah. I missed it, and I'm still playing the game. I got my money's worth, and and I I get to play a game with people I love. Yep, yep. There you go. And yeah. then there's Stone. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Stone. Stone is the MVP. Both of y'all are MVP. Pretty much crash course me through Twitch and like this. Cypress <laughs> so, stuff. You guys are some really good friends, and of course Brittany always being on. Deanna, what you have coming up? Just in general. Besides video games, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you made a, you made a political run here in town. So what's next? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Um, I really don't have anything special going on just yet, especially with coronavirus go uh being such a big downer on everything. Um, I am considering doing another run in 2022, but that actually depends on if Charles Booker is going to run. Because if he's going to run, then I'm going to not run and volunteer to work on his campaign. Okay. That and that's because of your support towards him and, and his I, views align with yours? That and the experience okay. of running a campaign. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, sheesh. That's, that's awesome. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just want to see some good vibes and good energies across everybody. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Like, before we close out, uh, what's uh, recommended games? <laughs> and maybe the other week. <laughs> Besides mm -hmm. Valheim. Oh my gosh. Well, you can say Valheim if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I got, I think I got anime of the week. I've been watching, um, So I'm a Spider, So What? I was going to I was gonna recommend that, yeah. Oh gosh, you got yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely got kind of the um, uh, reincarnated as a slime vibes to it. Mm -hmm. But they do the kind of a twist where it's a whole class that gets kite over into this different world this different mm -hmm. fantasy world and though to me the parts with the uh, her classmates are a little more boring and I, i'm more interested to see her get powerful because something about animes with someone just growing up like that is just addicting mm -hmm. <laughs> um but it's i find it quite entertaining um i love the animation style and the voice acting and i think i would call that my anime of the week hey. yep. what's your game 
Oh, we have, you already said Valheim. Gotcha. Yeah, Valheim. Uh, so, Cove, Deanna said uh, Valheim. That's cool. Stone, what you got? <laughs> well, I said Valheim last week, so I'm not going to say Valheim this week. I mean, uh, <laughs> you can if you want. I don't care. <laughs> I just recommend it again. Yeah. Just keep recommending this game. Yeah. I mean, I would, but I feel like that's not fair. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd rather recommend give a few recommended recommendations for you know various games that I love and uh, you know would like for more people to play. Um, so, in that vein, uh, I would recommend uh, Control Ultimate Edition on the yeah, PS5 if yeah. you have access to it. So, take it. Uh, it's 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 part of the PlayStation Plus offerings for the PS5 games uh, for this month. So get it while it's hot. Uh, and let me tell you, it's a, it's a fun game. It's a really cool game to play. Yeah. Um, as far as anime of the week is concerned, uh, Deanna kind of stole my thunder with so on my spider. So what? So, uh, I'm going to say, uh, following up last week, I'm going to say full metal alchemist brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, Great. Yeah. Excellent anime. Excellent. Solid pick. Very great. Okay. So cub, what is your anime of the week? I don't want to say I'm going to get judged as a perv. Do it. Do it. Mocking Key. What's it called? Mocking Key. I've never heard of that one. So uh, The shorthand is it's about boy enrolls in school that just became, you know, everybody like co-ed. And it's a school where he, he's, a t- first of all, he's a, ho- he's a horny pervert, which is adorable. And uh, then, of course, you know, it's a school about fighting and using elements to like channeling elements to actually fight. And it's just a your typical high school boy in co-ed school trope. Oh, God. And it's if you go to Funimation, it's under the fan service category. That's uh, mm. why I was like, y'all are going to call me a perv, but I don't care. Uh, stuff. Well, look, that- you, you didn't recommend ear species reviewer, so. I don't know what that is, but I feel like I should Google it in my private time with with Twitch off. Yeah, uh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> but no, do it on your own time. There's actual good character development, you know, uh, seeing people learn and grow, and and yes, and I, I like that. I, I like shows that have real character development, and not just fan service. Mm-hmm. Same joke story. I mean. A lot of them, yeah. I mean, they're tropes for a reason. I yeah. think I'm using that right. Yeah. Uh, but it's cute, you know, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And every time he perves out, he gets the ever living hell beat out of him, and that's kind of funny. Oh gosh, <laughs> Brittany, what you got? Uh, game, game well, of the, game of I'm the week? still playing. Yeah, uh, Genshin Impact, just because I'm, I'm like addicted to it, but not in the monetarial sense. Um, it's just fun to play. Um. And then, um, I haven't really watched any anime, like, recently, which is a big sad, but... Doesn't matter. It just is. <laughs> what you got? It can be anything. Oh, oh from the depths. Like, we don't care. You know. Um... It can be anything. Cowboy Bebop or Big O. Oh, yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Sailor Moon. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like both of those. Um, I've been watching, uh, Spice and Wolf. Oh, that's a good one. That was a, that was a great back. one. Yeah, that was a couple of months back. And I, I still haven't finished it. I'm still, like, halfway through. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, it's I like the drama of it. You, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a solid, uh, definitely a solid recommendation that I hadn't given any thought about in a long time. Yeah. I remember 
I remember last time I watched it was right around I I got away for years without watching Princess Mononoke. And yeah. then Gosh. everybody corrected me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was watching Spice and Wolf and I stopped to watch that movie. And yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Let's see. Game of the week is Final Fantasy nine, because that should be the one they, they remake next. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Like nine. Just the way that it starts off is like, Oh, we're going to kidnap the princess and we're going to do it by doing a play. And then all of a sudden you find out that the princess wants to be kidnapped anyways. I'm like, well, that fell in your, into your lap. <laughs> that is another trope. <laughs> like, well, okay. That's fine. Like, yeah, nine is definitely up there. Okay, then anime of the week, because I've been watching it. Assassination Classroom. <laughs> yeah. Excellent anime. Yeah. <laughs> Assassination Classroom is actually pretty good. <laughs> First time I ever watched it, I actually got bored with it. Didn't think it was that great. But now as an adult, I sat down and watched it. And I didn't go it- into work the next day. I was sick. Yeah, it is a uh, a love letter to that one teacher in high school that uh, did everything they could for you. So, yeah. you know, you, or you know, maybe you had that one in college or in elementary school, you know. But there's, there's, I think everybody has a one that one teacher story. Yeah, that Miss All, the math teacher at Davis County High School. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a few at uh, OHS. Brittany, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were always, we was always looked at as the bad kids, but we always excelled. Yeah. <laughs> It made no sense. Like, yeah, we get all the shit talk, but our test scores are great. So yeah. I don't, like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And that's what Assassination Classroom feels like. Uh-uh-uh. Well, thank you again for, like, Cub coming back on on a Sunday. <laughs> Stone, thank you for letting me use it at your house. <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> Stone's house. Like, it's, like we said, Stone's house is the podcast house. <laughs> I, uh, he's uh, currently in my D&D room, so yeah. that's what all the D&D books on the shelf behind him are. <laughs> yeah. you gotta make and that's it. for good decor. Yeah, like you got to make it happen. Like, Brittany, thank you for coming on. Deanna, thank you for coming yeah, on. Like I said, we'll definitely have to have, you, have to have you come back on for the near podcast because that, like, oh, yeah. whenever, do the near spo- whenever do the near spoiler cast, we'll have you on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. But is it really a is it really a spoiler cast if it's a ten year old game? It depends if they change it. I've never played it, so yeah, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've never played. <laughs> I've never played the game though. So. All right, then I will keep it spoiler free. <laughs> well, I mean, when it comes out, right? Yeah, it well, comes out April twenty third. Yeah. We gotta stop streaming off Twitch real quick. Yeah, t- talk to you guys later. But let's let's see. Yeah, that's really funny. Let's see. You guys are awesome, like normal. <laughs> but no, I, I I can't wait to play it. Well, so he, here's a good re- uh, re- uh, reference point. Whenever Final Fantasy VII remake came out, uh, oh, yeah. we called that a spoiler cast because they had changed enough to it that. Yeah. We didn't mm-hmm. know where it was going. So yeah. just because yeah. it's an old game made again doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah it is a remake, not a remaster. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a remake. So I, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, I know some of, the, some of the lines, like dialogue-wise, has been changed just a little bit, but that's all I know so far. So I'll have to play it and eat it up and see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And get the deluxe edition so you get the sound, soundtrack. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got the White Snow. Like when White Snow, uh, the fan collector's edition popped up, I was like, uh, putting this on the credit card. I'm sorry. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got.
<laughs> Hashtag sorry not sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I just now saw the uh, is the big woman still here? That was yeah. awesome. I died. <laughs> Oh god, you guys are awesome. Like, it's been thrilled to just rocking out with y'all. I'm just playing some Marvin Gaye. <laughs> we all stream, yeah. man. They don't, they don't get to hear this. <laughs> yeah. They don't get to hear this music, so. Did you do the stop recording, too? No, we're recording still, bro. <laughs> okay. We're still recording. Well, with that, then, uh, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. and run my errands before the snow comes in too worse. Yeah, everybody okay. be safe. Be, mm -hmm. like, so yeah. have, have a great, like, have a great week. Like I said, uh, thank you for everyone that listens. Like, if you're listening to this on like your normal podcasting feed, just a little test stream to see if we like Twitch or not. I think we had a good time. Did you guys have fun? I think yeah, was, yeah. Like I said, like I think we're yeah. we're gonna be good. So, hey, vaccines may be coming out, but still wear your yeah. fucking mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't yes. wait. I can't wait. How do I make things small? And I built an entire yeah. house during this podcast. Yeah, Did yeah. you? <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you're like, the whole I, time. I, I feel like Stone's been doing it too. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Oh, you're fine. Shoot. But thank you again, guys. Uh, yeah. Just rock out to this really fast. <laughs> then we'll get the hell yep. out of here. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go. I'm very hungry, but thank you for letting me come on your podcast. Oh, yeah, of course. You're always welcome. You're one of the first. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Well, yeah. Thank you. We All love right. you. Bye, bye guys. See you guys. Bye. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Why did I wave back when I had already disabled? Because <laughs> you're here. special. The thing that I you hear so afterwards. <laughs> love it. All right. Peace. All right.